Well done. That was a solid rant. I loved it. It was pretty good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Welcome to Born to Watch, where three old mates, an ex-video shop owner, an industry insider, and a black belt in 80s kung fu movies, put their mastery to the test on movies that change the world. Hey there, fellow watchers. It's that time of the week again. It's Born to Watch. And we are live from the panic room, and it is a big one tonight. We have got a special guest in the studio with us, but we'll get to him because first I have to introduce my co-host. Yeah, how are you, mate? Great, good to be back. Looking forward to it. Got the special guest in here. We Guess can. who's back? Yeah, back again. We can't keep him away. We love him. No, but we'll... it's uh, yeah, it's going to be a good cracker of an episode, I reckon. Yeah, and we've got the man on the land, our very own verbal Kent. Dan, how are you, mate? Yeah, big week on the land. Uh, kids are off school up here in, in Queensland. Bit new to me, them being around the house so early. So I've had to take some time <laughs> off from the farm to go and explore a bit of the region. So, uh, yeah, but just uh, put the tools down on, on the poultry farm and uh, jumped in the work ute and actually headed over to Noosa North Shore out on the beach and round a double island point. Absolutely fantastic. I don't know if anyone knows the region, but you can see Fraser Island from over there. Just stunning. like, And literally, you know, only five or ten minutes from my ranch. So, yeah, it's a pretty sick part of the joint. Sydney can get <laughs> fucked. Uh, okay, well done. Yeah, excellent. Noose is beautiful. We can't wait to get up there and share it with you in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, now with us for our Christmas special party is our very own Strawberry Blonde. Damo from Vicky Point. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Um, all you had to do was you, you, you said the magic words and I couldn't resist. And you remember what those words were? Are you free? No, liquid soap. <laughs> That's for the showers <laughs> afterwards. That's right. He hit me up, liquid soap. I was like, I'm in. But you, for those out there, you may remember me from episode 24 where we discussed the Indonesian action flick, The Raid. So I'm now feeling a bit like um, Troy McClure. You know, yes, like no. uh, you, hey, I'm Troy McClure. You kids may remember me from such educational films as <laughs> Lead Paint. Yes. Delicious but deadly. <laughs> you progressed from Poochie. Poochie to Nudge to now Troy McClure. <laughs> well, mate, you've actually, you've gone backwards because last time you were in here, we were a duo. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I know. And, and now I'm sort of. Now you're just one of a quartet. Yeah. You're a Skokie, Illinois barbershop oh, quartet. Yeah. Well, look, out of all the Christmas movies we could have chosen for our first Christmas together, it was actually unanimous, and love actually it was, which is an interesting choice considering one of our members' stance on female-centric films. But here we are anyway. Mate, released in 2003, Love Actually has become most people's quintessential Christmas movie. But I didn't see this one when it was released at the movies or afterwards. Do we remember when we first saw Love Actually? Damo, we'll start with you. It, it must have been TV because I watched it yesterday or the day before on um, on Plex, Plex, which was like an R-rated version. Yes, and I and I've I never knew all these scenes that were obviously cut out from what I'd seen, so I'd only seen it on TV. Yeah, well, the the whole Martin Freeman uh, yeah. story is yeah. cut out for TV, and I think some which of that Laura Linney stuff maybe as well. Yeah, well, yeah, Laura Linney. The, the thinking man's sex symbol. Yes. What about you, Gal? 
I don't know. <laughs> okay, excellent. You, you, you're waiting for that one? Absolutely. I could. I'm not sure. I think maybe the first time I caught it was at your house. You were in there. I think like you turned off Cooley High Harmony, <laughs> and then we're getting straight into Love Actually before Christmas. Absolutely, could have There's been. No doubt, maybe. No. It would have been a bit weird if it was like, oh yeah, Gal and I went and watched it at the movies together, yeah, yeah. a rom com. Well, it's it's funny that we've chosen this is a this is a rom com, and we we're doing our first rom com. Yeah. And Morgs was in on this. He was it was a unanimous vote. Morgs, do you remember when you first saw uh, Love Actually? Uh, I remember I've had a, a bit of a bone to pick with you fuckwits for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so I've, every time there's a film that we review after about 1991, you, you clowns carry on about how much the music has died after that time. And I just I sit here and I, I smugly think to myself, Jesus, they're fucking idiots. But I don't say anything because I like that <laughs> you guys would prefer that after Bon, bon Jovi... Uh, 1989, that uh, you would you would have liked all music to stop and those 12 notes never to be used in a different way ever again. But I actually think very fondly of some of the early noughties because as a former musician myself and alternative music impresario, I'd, I'd like wow. to say that 2003 had some shit hot music. Uh, and I, I guess we're, we're, Scow sometimes looks at the American Top 40, Casey Kasem's jam, and of course the songs on that are going to be shit. But... When you were a little bit cooler like me and your tastes were a little bit more alternative like me, then it's better, I think, to look at what Triple J was doing back in the okay. day. Not that I was probably a bit cool for Triple J too, but I think it's probably a better barometer of what was good in that time. So I've gone ahead and I've looked at what just some of the tracks that stood out for me from that year. So whilst Apple absolutely fucked this number one track by blaring it for on, on repeat, on an Apple ad for many years, but Jet, Are You Going to Be My Girl was number one in 2003. So, yeah, okay, it probably was a great track until Apple Apple screwed it. But we've got tracks like Seven Nation Army, The White Stripes, yep, uh, The Nosebleed Section and Dumb Enough from Hilltop Hoods. Who knew, who knew that uh, Aussie hip-hop was going to be as massive as it was? Not me, but it, it, it is mahoosive these days. The Dandy Warhols, who used to tour Australia. Great band, I love them. month or so. Uh, we used to be friends. Um, they were here a month but, ago. Exactly. They, they heard they were, yeah, they were playing with Sum 41 here. At, uh, a, they, they asked me to get up and, and play with them, but I was busy up here in the land. Uh, the uh, Friends or Rom, uh, Seminole Aussie Punk. I love Friends or Rom. Friends or Rom. Yes. Great. Russell Crowe's band, the song, came out in oh, 2003. 40 what odd that? foot of grunt. Foot of grunt. <laughs> well, it was their homage to Russell Crowe's band being a you know, I'm, piece of I'm, shit. Yeah, but I'm more of a Craig McLaughlin check one, too. Oh, hey, no. Mona. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. see, Damo, that's what we would normally get when we're discussing music here. But no, we're a bit cooler this week. So uh, one of my absolute favourites, though, was do you guys remember Electric Six? I love them. They're coming to uh, – they're, they're in Queensland in December. Oh, no, March we next year. We need to go. We need Gay to go, Damo. and yeah. Dance Commander. Danger, Great high band. voltage. Oh, mate, I'm serious. I, I'd love to go and see them. They are gay bar is what I mean. It's just an absolute snapshot of 2003. What a great song! Electric um, punk. Yeah. Ben Harper with my own ten hands. I have a great Ben Harper story, which I'll tell you off air. That uh, involves me at Blues Fest, a little bit lit up, running into Ben Harper. Uh, and then I guess another real barometer of music in 2003 is the Big Day Out. So I think we all actually went to the Big Day Out in 2003, if you remember. Uh, headlined <laughs> by the Foo Fighters. Uh, massive, massive. We didn't see a lot of that set though because we had other bands to see. But Jane's Addiction, Underworld, Kraftwerk, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Wilco, Jebediah. Music was massive back then. I would like you to argue that point. Go. 
Mate, he asked you when you saw the movie. <laughs> I said I had a fucking bone to pick with you and I just had to pick my moment. Because you know how he, he cuts me off when I do all of the the, the, the segue chatter now, so okay, I've got to get so- in quick. Let, let's 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 take um let's just take a trip down the road and and we'll get to your point in a sec, Dan, because I I have a feeling that you got some feedback from me this week from a listener. Oh, you might have taken something a little bit to heart, <laughs> right? And I think you're putting in a big show early on in the podcast here, right? Now, let Morgs wants to hear feedback, so this is what we've got this week, and this is from a very great fan, and I'm going to start from the start of the message that was sent to me. Verbatim. Fuck you, Morgs. <laughs> I'm devastated. Giving up for giving me up for farmer wants a wife. So we can already tell I'm, who this I'm, is. I'm thinking. I already, you, I already pitched perps. Channel Nine. I pitched Channel yep. Nine this week, so uh, I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, okay. So then the next message from Perps is, and how loud was Stan Bush song? I had to turn down my headphones. I nearly wet myself. <laughs> so she's right all over it. So then my reply to that was, Morg sucks on so many levels. Then he, then the next the next comment, which I think Morgs has taken a little bit to heart, which is actually to the benefit of the podcast in the long run, it's actually really funny to hear the difference in his personality when he's not in the spotlight, waffling, not really listening to anyone on, and then boom, film school for F-wits, he's loud, chatty, and full of vim and vigor. I think he's taken that to heart and he's leading with his nose, which is a huge lead for him, right? Holy crap. So... <laughs> Morgs, and now we get to your point. Ultimately, the music did die around the early noughts, and there are odd pieces of brilliance, and some of those are brilliant. What I love more is the passion that you're showing. Keep bringing it, Dan. Yep. Uh, so um, I think, I think, uh, yeah, harsh but fair on the criticism <laughs> front. I, I really didn't give it much of a thought. I still only listen to my bits when I review the podcast. But yeah, let's have a great, great podcast. What movie were we doing again? I've forgotten. Yeah, exactly. But Thank hey, Morgs, you. You, you left off uh, Lincoln Park, mate. Numb, faint. That's oh. all 2003. Yeah, that is that really right? good stuff. I yes. thought that uh, new metal had died by 2003. That's, uh, that Evan- that's like Evanescence. Evanescence. Bring me to life. How yep. do you see through my eyes? Like <laughs> open doors. Mate, what about new Wait, me eating you <laughs> down into the Save me. It's a bloody good song. <laughs> Sorry, perps. Turn the headphones down again. Yeah. So uh, so Morgs, when did you see the movie? <laughs> oh Jeff. As if I fucking have a clue. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I didn't see this at the movies, which is, you know, obvious because it's not really a movie movie for me. And I actually didn't see it for quite a few years after. And I'm actually thinking that it's probably not around till around I started in the video shop that I probably saw Love Actually because it was super popular. And I thought, well, I better watch something. And then it has definitely become a Christmas staple in our house. It's not the Christmas Eve movie. That is Elf. Will Ferrell's Elf is our Christmas go-to on Christmas Eve, which we shall do again this week. Great. And uh, so we'll hit overs and unders. So this movie came out in 20, 2003. 2003. 2003. 20 years old. I thought old. we established yeah. that. Yeah, well. I know that. So <laughs> we, 20 we, years got, old. we got there. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> I'm going to hit overs and unders of, of 20 because it is a Christmas oh, staple. And Damo, I know you're going to say something like three, and one of them was yesterday. So we'll go with you. Well, you're wrong. Four. <laughs> and one of them was yesterday. <laughs> okay, good. And Gow? I'd be 10 to 15. Somewhere okay. in there. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. I watch it most years, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Dan? 
Yeah, it's it, you mentioned Elf for you for New Year, Christmas Eve. This is a Christmas Eve staple at the Morgan yeah. household yeah. and always seem to get the one with Martin uh, Freeman doing the fake stalking. So I don't know where <laughs> I'm receiving my content, but, yeah, that's the one I always seem to see. Yep. Yeah, there was definitely a, a US cut for TV that cut out the whole mm. thread of Martin Freeman. He's actually not wow. in the movie. Because uh, I remember watching it the first time thinking, that's outrageous. That's the funniest, most awkward what about thing the, I've what, ever seen. Look, okay. When he's having to ma- massage her. What about massage the... Massage What about the... What, no, no, yeah. yeah. What, what, about, hands. what about when he's... What about when she's sitting on his chest? Yeah. <laughs> like he's sitting there just having a conversation. the gridlock. Oh, my God. Oh, what about that traffic? Yeah. What is yeah. he the fake blowjob? He's like, so I was just wondering after work if you, you, know, you think about it, you wanted to. Maybe if you like, you know, we could possibly go out. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Anyway, let's go to the trailer. Here it is. Throughout the years, working title films and writer Richard Curtis have captured the euphoria, hysteria, and humiliation of love. With the films Four Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill, and Bridget Jones's Diary. This holiday season, join this unforgettable filmmaking team. Welcome, Prime Minister. This is Natalie. Hello, David. I mean, sir. 20 years ago, you'd have been just his time. (laughs) (laughs) As they explore that time of year, when desires are revealed. I'm in love. Aren't you too young to be in love? No. Oh, okay. Secrets are exposed. Your secretary is very pretty. That's true. Be careful, then. And chances are finally taken. All I want for Christmas is you. (laughs) Universal Pictures invites you. What's the best sex you've ever had? Britney Spears. No, only kidding. (laughs) She was rubbish. To take everything you know about love. You have this kind of problem? Yeah, of course you did, you saucy mings. And multiply it by eight. Would you excuse me for one second? Okay, that's done. This will be Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Rowan Atkinson, Kira Knightley. Christmas is the time of being with the people you love. Yeah, I need a car. This holiday season. All you need oh. is love, actually. Are you seeing carols? I suppose I could. Good King Wenceslas looked out on the feast of Stephen. When the snow lay round about, deep and crisp and even. Another great trailer, I hope. For love, actually. How long was that one? About two and a half minutes. Yeah. Usually about how long it takes. <laughs> so, yeah, Gow. Including the shower. Exactly. <laughs> the liquid, Including the use of liquid soap. So, Gow, why don't you tell us about the movie? All right, here we go. The tagline, it's all about love, actually. Get ready for fun with the feel-good movie of the year. Love, actually, is the ultimate romantic comedy from the makers of Bridget Jones' Diary and Notting Hill. Funny, irresistible, and heartwarming. 
An all-star cast will take you on a breathtaking tour of love's delightful twists and turns. Fall under the spell of love, actually, and share the laughs and charm again and again. Okay. Is it a feel-good movie? I don't think so. There's, well, sorry, yes, there's a feel-good movie, but there there's are an there's definitely there's some, an there's definitely some, uh, some harsh parts to it as well. Yeah, well, I don't know if I can class it a feel-good movie, but it's, mm. it's a funny movie. It's super awkward. Yeah, super uh, awkward. And it's, it's quite sad in some bits, but I don't know if I'm going to go with feel good. What do you reckon, Morgs? Feel good or not feel good? It's interesting, uh, a question that you posit, and it's one that I'll pick up in Film School for FWITS this week. So it's actually a bit of a divisive film. So yep. I think that many people view it for probably from the angle that Gal suggests, that there are a couple of storylines in there that when, again, reviewed, we, we, we look at everything in a time machine and it's hard to not put a 2022 lens over everything. But, yeah, it gets, it's certainly a lot of people that think it's a big steaming pile of shit. So I think that um, as far as divisive films go, it's worth, worth looking at a few other films. So I picked my seven most divisive films of the past 20 years to, uh, to to put up against this one just to see if it if it, there really are some stanky bits that, um, that that probably don't hold up in this day or, or didn't hold up in 2003 so my, my personal opinion though is that um, it, it skews enough into the feel-good territory that that's how you would describe it okay we can talk about the ratings that probably explain a little bit of what Dan's talking about in terms of the film being a little divisive. IMDb has this at 7.6 out of 10. Now, Rotten Tomatoes, we're moving out of the certified fresh zone that we've been in for some weeks. 64% on the tomato meter and 72% audience score. So critics weren't a huge fan, 64%, and the audience only a little bit more at 72%. So you're right, it is a bit divisive. I don't see it. I think it's a it's a it's a fine movie. It's a it's a watchable movie. It's has it, has it become one of those movies been better over time? You know, I think people, it is. people have grown fonder it with it the, the more they watch it. Well, I think you know, it's a it's become a, a Christmas staple, like Morg said. Everyone watches it at Christmas. I think that's it. I think that it's become that Christmas staple, and it's yeah. a, it's because most Christmas movies are pretty naff when yeah. you think about it. So it's good to have one which is a little edgy, and I guess that's I, what I this found, sort of pushes the boundaries. I don't know about you guys, but on the on the revisit this week, I found that there were some storylines I just. Wasn't interested in at all, and I just wanted yeah, to cut. Yeah, and, and some that I thought, yeah, I I really enjoy this part. So that was yeah. well, probably again looking at it with a critical lens. The first time I've thought that that it could could it. Whilst there were, were some that didn't even make it off the cutting room floor, some of the storylines which we'll talk about later. But there were a few that I would axe uh, after this particular viewing. Well, there was there was nine storylines in this. Yeah, we're gonna get. To, I've got I've got. Yeah. I pose that in a question in question time no, about okay. the storyline. So we'll get to that. All right. So, Gail, why don't you tell us about the cast of uh, Love Actually? Well, all-star cast in here and a big cast. Mm-hmm. Big, a lot, lot of players in this movie. Uh, we, we start with Hugh Grant. Hugh John Mungo Grant. <laughs> Is his middle name Mungo? John Mungo Grant. Get out of it. Seriously. Yep. Born in 1960 in Hammersmith, London. Early success with Four Weddings and a Funeral in 94. It's a great movie. Great movie. Run him a Golden Globe and a BAFTA for Best Actor. Um and interestingly enough, he's the only guy that's been nominated or won both Golden Globe and BAFTA and not been nominated for an Academy Award. Right. So, But anyway, yeah, Sense and Sensibility, 95, Notting Hill, 99, and Bridget Jones' Diary is Daniel Cleaver, which is a great role for him. I quite like him in yep. that role. Yep. Um, and Love Actually, 2003. Yeah, I, I remember seeing Nine Months in the cinema with Megan yeah. 
and walking out, and we must have been young. We were young, like 19 or 20, we must have been. And I walked out, I was like, all right, I'm ready. Let's have a baby. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. He's inspired you. He inspired me. Really? Yeah. Took seven. It took 10 years. <laughs> took 10 years to fully to get around to it, but uh, that's probably took Megan 10 years to say yes. <laughs> but, I, reckon, uh, I reckon it took him about 10, 15 years or over for this movie to get his hair right. Because oh, up until this stage, shit hair. his hair was just... He, he suffers from, from the the cow lick. Yeah, it was. I, yeah. I definitely suffered from it early in my hair career as well. <laughs> yes, uh, it's it's tough for our our, our semi rat rooters uh, with with big thick hair. It is it is a uh, affliction that we struggle with. Well, it was bloody good in this movie. I really it's actually, good. It's I, good hair. I liked his hair. Yeah, his I mean, hair shit, good. that's really good hair. Good hair in this movie. Good yeah. hair. And he he, he gives just, good hair. He play. He, he does give good you hair. Know. Yeah. Well, ask Divine Brown. Ask Divine Brown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he um oh, nice. He uh, he plays that sort of character, you know, the stuttering, stammering. Mate, he's sort the of, same you know, character yeah. in every movie. Yeah, he's, in, in a lot of his Grant. characters. He's, he's and Grant. He, and he, but he does that so well, and that's yeah. what's done. You know, Notting Hill, all those movies yeah. about a boy. Um, was he Mickey Blue Eyes as well? Oh uh, yeah, he was in Mickey was, Blue yeah. Eyes. So, but it's not, it, that any of those things are not the thing that he is most known for. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not. He, we're still talking 1995 Sunset Boulevard. Well, yeah. we can talk about that, right. Divine, but not that even. Like he, let's be honest here. Like he was a long-time partner of Liz Hurley. Oh, he was man. prior to Divine Brown, <laughs> before Warning. Yeah, yeah, Warning. Um, oh, oh, rest in peace, the great man. Hail yeah. the king! Hail the king! But um, look, he was originally cast as Gilderoy Lockhart in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets in 2002. But okay, that ends up being um, Kenneth, Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, yeah, but he was forced to withdraw because of scheduling conflicts. So. But yeah, became a father for the first time at fifty-one years old. Oh, wow. wacko! Yeah, Jeez. that's full on, isn't it? In two thousand eleven, stuff that. Mm. Man, is he sixty-two or whatever now? Sixty-one, sixty-two. Yeah. Wow. Okay. We well, think he's been around a long yeah, he's time. He's been around yeah. ninety-four, I guess. Yeah. Do you know what okay. ages ages us and and life and everything is? Looking at the cast from the original Office, the the Ricky Gervais yeah. Office. They're old, man. They're all old. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Ricky Gervais is old as balls. He's sixty. Yeah, but not even Ricky. Ricky's a bit ageless. He he looks. He looks the same. Yeah. Martin Freeman's similar, but everyone else in that cast, uh, especially the female lead, um, whose name is Dawn. Dawn. But oh, she's she's old. She's not meant to be old. She's never meant to be old. And woke up at the crack of dawn. (laughs) 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 One of the great lines. So the office is. Uh, we need. Uh, to, we need to do another podcast where we do the office. Yeah, every episode. Oh, of the we office. could. Yeah. Yeah. So easily. So Pass me the guitar. Oh, that's <laughs> the best episode of all time. Best ever. That is the best song ever. <laughs> the best. That, that's the best the episode of a Cadillac. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's just the greatest scene. Oh my god. <laughs> and Gareth. Gareth. She's dead. She's not dead. She's not dead. All right, girl. Colin Firth. Uh, a lot of stage acting early on. Then in the English Patient '96, Shakespeare in Love as Lord Wessex '98, <laughs> Bridget Jones Diary, Mark Darcy. Yeah, probably Darcy. really well known for that. But yeah, Love Actually, Mamma Mia, The King's Speech in 2010, where he won Best Actor, Academy Award, and a BAFTA uh, for that role. Tinker Tailor, Soldier Spy, and in the Kingsman movies lately, he's in, good in the Kingsman. Yeah. Really good against yeah, very yeah watchable very watchable yeah, yeah. well the, the first one's excellent the second one mm. not so good not as good but the first one is excellent yeah but uh, it was in nineteen seventeen in two thousand and nineteen what so, a great yes. movie. yeah good movie amazing film oh that's yeah, from General the Aaron one, one shot oh, yeah the one yeah, yeah. it's it's it, yeah. yeah it's a one up 
but it's it's the way they it wasn't actually a one. It wasn't. I didn't they, like they've it. cut it like that. Oh, yeah, man, it was amazing. It, it wasn't. Oh no, but it looked like I just did not get into that at all. Really? No. Really? Damn it! No, didn't didn't like it. Yeah. It was very or, different to what I thought it was going to be. But. <laughs> it's just Gallipoli. It's just Gallipoli, essentially. Yeah. All right, Liam Neeson. Uh, Early ben, role ben in one of your favourites, Whitey Excalibur. Love Excalibur. Wayne in Dwayne, 81. Yeah. It was in the Deadpool. The Deadpool was in 1981. Dirty Harry Deadpool. Oh, he, plays, he plays the director. Yeah. He's a wanker. He's a real wanker. Remember that the Deadpool was the latest, like the last one of those, and it was so far after the originals. Yeah, big time. Was yes. 88. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I think that Sudden Impact or whatever one, the last one was like Magnum Force. Yeah, yeah. Like Magnum yeah. Force is amazing. Go on. Yeah. We're looking at doing Dirty Harry very soon. Yes. Um, next of Kin, 89. Swayze. With, with Swayze. Yeah, Swayze. Uh, and then Oscar Schindler and Schindler's List, 93. What an amazing that film. Was, yeah. Awesome. What an amazing film. Rob Roy, 95. Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Uh, obviously, ninety nine. Then Love Actually, Taken, fantastic Brilliant. role in Taken. Yep. Love it, mate. Great movie. Taken is Taken blew me away. I don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you, you let my daughter go now. That'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. <laughs> I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I well, will look for you. He knows I will it. find you, and I will kill you. Yeah, it's very good, mate. It is a certain set of skills, yeah, a particular, a particular set of skills. Right. No, Morgs has been practicing. He, he's, he's got yeah, it in front. He's got it open in front of him on the on the screen, as I do here, as mine as well. You no, know, skills I've acquired are very. Why the fuck would you let everyone look behind the curtains like that? They don't care. <laughs> it, it, they're driving to work right now, going, "Fuck that, Morgs is funny." And then, oh god, he knows everything too. Yeah. He does know, but well, you do know, know everything. Now they know you can read. They're showing <laughs> the sausage, Morgs. They're showing the inside <laughs> of the sausage. It. You don't want to see my sausage. No, no you don't. We need bifocals. Uh, and uh, in Run All Night is Jimmy Conlon, 2015. Good movie. If you have, have you seen Run, Run All Night? Yeah, yeah, it is good. good uh, he went on a, after Taken. He did 25 Takens. Oh, yeah. Because unfortunately his wife passed. Yeah. And he really dove into his work. And he just did 25 Takens. And some of them are great. Nonstop's mm. great too. On, on yeah, nonstop. Show. Good movie, yeah. Yeah, there's some, he, yeah, he, some... he kind of typecast for a yeah, while. definitely. But uh, he was considered for being Bond, James Bond, okay. in Goldeneye. In 95, but which ended up going to Pierce Brosnan. Uh, was considered for Van Helsing, the role of Van Helsing in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, but uh, he was turned down after Anthony Hopkins wanted it. So Yeah, well, you're going to take Sir yeah. Anthony, aren't you? Yeah, yeah he kind of got, uh, got brushed. Uh, and he was Oliver Stone's first choice for the role of King Philip in Alexander in 2004, but that ended up going to Val Kilmer. Rubbish he, movie. Yeah, he lost out to Val. Haven't seen it. Yeah, rubbish. Is that Cor- Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, Angelina Jolie. It's rubbish. Long, long, and just terrible. Mm. Fair enough. Terrible. All right, Emma Thompson's up next. She was in Howard's End in '92. Early in her career, got a Best Actress award for that too. Um, then into Much Ado About Nothing, In the Name of the Father in '93 with Daniel yeah. Day Lewis. Yep. And uh, DDL. Yeah, and what's his name we uh, talked about the other week? Pete Postlewaite. Pete Postlewaite, that's right. Uh, Sense and Sensibility as well in 95, and she won the BAFTA for Best Actress there. Love Actually in 2003, where she gets smashed up by poor old Alan Rickman. Yeah, Rickers. Yeah. And then the Harry Potter movies is Sybil Trelawney. She's a very good actress. She's great. Very good actress. She was was actually going to be cast in the – or she was prepared to play the role of God in Dogma. Kevin Smith's Dogma in okay. '95, which went to Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette, yes, yeah. but couldn't because she was pregnant. Oh, yeah, so oh. had had to pull out of that. An line. older version of me is he perverted <laughs> like me? Will he go Will down, go down, down on, on me? Win a theater. 
Does he speak eloquently? And will he have your have baby? Your baby. <laughs> I'm sure she'll you know be. I you think you're really, really excellent, mother. Okay. Because <laughs> the choice that you made and able to pay the bananas are in and don't You know. And every time you scratch my nails down someone else's back, I hope you feel it. Feel it. Can you feel it? Right, move on. Move on. All right. Um, she was initially cast as the lead role in Basic Instinct, but refused to go on it. Um, Sharon Stone obviously oh, took that role. Yeah, but uh, wow. he, here's her comments after Sharon Stone's appearance. As far as I can see from Sharon Stone's love scene in Basic Instinct, <laughs> they, yeah. they molded her body out of tough plasticine. She was shagging Michael Douglas like a donkey and not an inch moved. If that had been me, there would have been things flying around hitting me in the eye. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, oh. But, yeah, it's the only person who won an Academy Award for both acting and writing. She did that for Howard's End in 92. She's excellent in this yeah. movie. She's actually she is the good. emotional core of this whole yeah. film. She's great. Yeah. She's Re- re-watching that this week. And you just, yeah, just when she goes to the bedroom. On her own, yep. and no, you're like, I, oh, I, I think oh. the, the almost the best scene is when they come back after the party, and he goes, she goes, oh, you know, uh, Mia's very attractive, and he goes, oh, is she? And yeah. He goes, you know, be yeah, careful there, be, be yeah. careful there, be yeah. careful there, and he's just like, fuck, yeah. yeah. But when she realizes that the, the necklace isn't brutal, hers, that, so brutal. That that British stoicism though, that is, yep. it's yes. just such a mainstay of their culture, and it's just so yeah, she's brilliant. Just well, I don't shake know if, it off. Come back to the kids. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if anyone has got this and listen to this, but the backstory is is that it wasn't just a inappropriate sort of dalliance. It was a full blown sexual affair. That they then he went back to them and they things were never the same. But it wasn't just what we saw. There was a whole yeah. I can prove relationship. It. You can prove it. Yep. Right. You got the DNA. Yep. Okay. No, I'm I can. Not. Okay. Good. I'll explain. Excellent. Later of that. Okay, we'll wait for that. Mm. All right, Kira Knightley. In the bill, early on in the bill. Now she's only eighteen in this movie, so yeah. she's, you know, she's, she's seventeen. She's five years older than, than the kid. Than Thomas Brady Sangster. And the kid looks five. The yeah. kid does not look thirteen. No, no. In that movie, he's, he's playing. I don't know if she's playing thirteen or is he year six? Yeah, he's so playing year like ten. He's playing. He's playing a ten-year-old. Yeah, he's playing a ten-year-old. He looks ten. But yeah, the Phantom Menace in '99. Yeah, she plays Padme. She plays the guard she, to Natalie Portman. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, apparently classically beautiful, Kieran Knightley. Yeah. But she has this just permanent pout, and she's got this Kieran Knightley pout, which is so quintessentially hers. She's got. She seems to have those English teeth, where she could eat a Snickers through a tennis racket as well. <laughs> it's like a real big a bottom jaw. Yeah, yeah she's a little she's overbite. Got she's got to pronounce. Would knock her back though. <laughs> That's, uh, she's some real picking. nitpicking there. She's There's really nitpicking voice yeah. compared to us. Yeah, wow. Tom Cruise. Just thanks, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Anyway, oh, bend it like Beckham. I'll get my dick sucked in on Brad Pitt on this podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm heading north. Be careful. I'm heading north. Oh, Best uh, put those cowboy hats away, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bend it like Beckham, 2002. Yeah, that's. Pirates of the Caribbean, 2003, and then Love Actually, 2003, Pride and Prejudice, 2005. Um, and then, obviously, the spin-offs of Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest at World's End yep. as well. So yep. Atonement. She's done a heap of stuff. She's not had been much lately, though. No, not lately. She's been a bit quiet. Um, I quite she, like, I'll tell you what I she needs. 
Bendit Light Beckham was was a great. Not bad. Enjoyed that. Yeah, I'll yeah, really tell you what she needs. He's a fucking feed. Yeah, a couple oh, of years. There's yeah. nothing of her. Yeah. There is nothing of her. But, uh, yeah, 20 years old, she was the fifth youngest person in Oscar history nominated for Best Actress in Pride Bridges. Wow. Yep. But, uh, and was considered for the role in Captain America of Peggy Carter, but that went to Hayley Atwell. Yeah, okay. She's good in yeah. it, Hayley Atwell, must say. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Andrew Lincoln. Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes. Ricky Grimes. That's all he is. Carried that show for 10 years. How, how yeah. many years in it? Yeah. I loved Rick Grimes. If you haven't seen The Walking Dead, especially probably not the last five series. <laughs> the first three but or four the, years are good. The per, I reckon the first until, until Negan comes in. Yeah, Negan. He goes off the rails with Negan. The start of Negan was good. Yeah. Um, that was that was one of those brutal scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. The first, you know, the end of the season when he was in it. Yeah. And then after that, it you know. Yeah, it jumps the it, shark. It jumps the shark when he turns to be a good guy. Yeah. But yeah, started his career as uh, Eggy Cook in This Life. It's a British series. Um, did a few TV movies and then was cast in Love Actually as Mark uh, in Afterlife, in a show called Afterlife in the in the UK after that. And then The Walking Dead, obviously, 120 episodes there. So, Yeah. yeah. He's good in that. Yeah, he's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal. Loved I did a that. double take. I did when I because I, I, I knew it was him, but when I when he came on again this time, I was like, fuck, that's Rick Grimes. Yeah. Hard to find it with it because I'm so used to hearing the American accent, which yeah. isn't his, right? And yeah. then hearing the British accent. So. Mm. But yeah, he's he's married to a girl called Gail Anderson, who uh, her her dad is Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. Really? So I love that band. Yeah. Was she his best mate's wife, and he just creepy stalked her? <laughs> he might have. Yeah, I think he we'll turned up with that. a whole heap of cards. We'll get to that. Yeah, didn't say anything. Um. Anyway, but yeah, he's actually said he stated in interviews that uh, his character Mark is creepy and inappropriate, and yeah, no he shit, wanted no. to wanted yeah. to rewrite some of the no scenes. shit. Yeah, I think in hindsight he's like. Ugh. Yeah. He could have been in. He could have been in the creepy stalker song we did a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> he yeah. could have been. Um, Alan Rickman. We talked about Alan Rickman before. Can I just go ding, 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 please? Yeah. Alan Rickman. Are you still doing one degree of quickly down under? Is that a, <laughs> one of your categories? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay, well that's it. There we go. That's it right there. There we go. One degree so, of quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the main ones we're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> it's the main. It's the main segment. <laughs> yeah. You're still doing it, right? Yeah, definitely. Good. Good. Definitely. Okay. Every time you're on. <laughs> Sorry, Dam, I was muted then, but I was laughing my head off. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, tons of English theatre shows. Oh, got, then, we can't, we, we can't, can't send enough platitudes. The great man's way. R.I.P. Absolute mm. legend. Hans Gruber. Hans mm. Gruber. Yeah, you know, Severus Snape. Yeah, the bloody sheriff of Nottingham. Yep, just some of the greatest. What Better a bloody Tom. legend! Yeah, absolute just an absolute legend. legend. Yep. Absolute legend. We've, and, we've we've been through all of his before, so I won't won't go through. And he's much. such a miserable twat in this movie. Yeah, oh. it's just so bad, isn't it? He's so when miserable. you think back to Hans Gruber, <laughs> my and you God, watch him in this. He's so understated. Well, well, that's every Christmas movie he's in. He's a little bit against the Christmas spirit, like in this one. He's mm. and then in, in arguably the two biggest Christmas movies, this and Die Hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and in and Prince of Thieves, he cancelled Christmas. <laughs> well, there you go. So. He's um really he's not the into Grinch. the Christmas spirit. He's a Grinch in all these movies. He's a Grinch. Did he did um, he decree lick your notcha in Prince of Thieves? Prima notcha. That's in that's um, Braveheart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was lictor. I think there was some lictor involved in it. Uh, prima nocta. Lick your notcha. That's up there. That's up there. That that Dan. I've got to say. Oh, that's great. That's right up there with the Kate Cody story. <laughs> With the notcher. Ground to the nub. The K Cotty story. 
Like, yeah, I was lost the plot. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. There you go. Oh, dear. Um, all right, Bill Nye. Love Bill Nye. Bill Nye is awesome in this movie. Yep. He's so good. That character is so good. Um, been in tons of things. The fan of the opera movie, Martin Barton, 89, with Robert England. He was in the Underworld franchise. Um, love actually won the he won he's the only one that won an award in this movie as the best supporting actor BAFTA. So oh, can, really? I, can, yeah. I, can I just jump in? So Bill Nye. Yeah. So this this film comes out only a couple of years after we left the UK after living there for the best part oh. of three years, a couple yeah. of best mates traveling the world. But we oh, just, just, remember, just hanging out together. Did you yeah. guys go on travel? Yeah, oh, I don't we we travel a bit. Gail and I, yeah, we did we did a bit, bit of travelling together back in the day. Okay. We, we you know, we a couple of young blokes wanted to explore. I'm looking at Whitey, his um eyes are closed. I was getting to a point, no, but with one of the bit parts of the UK is that Ant and Deck, they seem to be bloody everywhere. Mm, they're, the, yeah. they're, the yep. Son, they're the Sonia Kruger of UK television. They're on bloody everything. But <laughs> well, the so UK's just, got talent. They, they do UK's that, got talent, yeah. Or they've UK, got to be getting on. What was the other one? Got the, the singing one where we had um, James, James Matheson. Osher, Osher and James yeah, Matheson. Yeah, yeah that, that, that sort of bloke. Andy G. Yeah, it's, yeah. That, it's that, UK Idol. It's, it's, it's Britain's Got Talent. But anyway, if anyone held a gun at my head and said, tell me which one's Ant and which one's Deck, oh, yes. I wouldn't fucking know to this day. So when Billy no. Nye drops in, thanks, Ant oh. or Deck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's Mate, right. That was, yes. that was one of my quotes, Morgan. One of the only ones I had. It is so funny. Yeah. It is. It is the best. That whole scene is so good. He just he dropped oh. bangers in that. Yeah. Oh, right, kids, yes. Um, okay, don't yeah, buy don't drugs. Buy drugs. <laughs> that's the quote I've got. That's the quote oh, I had three quotes and all of them were Bill Nye. <laughs> yes. Well, I've got to say that I, I distinctly remember when the I think I'm pretty sure it was the three of us, we were introduced to Bill Nye, uh, which was we went to see Still Crazy at the cinema. Well, it might have been in a dendy. Went to see Still Crazy where he plays Jeez. the rock star. It's the band. Right. And Jimmy Nails in it. One of the, oh, yeah. the I don't man. want nobody else. <laughs> Ain't no better to She's lying. No, like you're She's no lying. good for me. <laughs> She's lying. You're opening another door. I'm just He's the second asshole. best known bass asshole. player from that period after me. He had one <laughs> heck of a nose. The, who, what, the greatest like, nose. Who was he married to? Jimmy Nail? Yeah, wasn't he married to someone famous? Uh, I don't know. Some, all right, anyway, yeah, might move, on. To move on. All right, anyway, yeah, look, he's in Valkyrie, Harry Potter, um, as Minister Rufus Scrimshower. He's weird. The best exotic marigold. That was just a, yeah, Rufus Scrimshower. Scrimshower. I'm going to go with. Scrimshower. Wrath of the Time. Scrimshower. Yeah, Scrimshower. Scrimshower. Um, and about time. Job. Anyway, it brings us to one of the stars of the movies, Martin Freeman, who we've already covered. We love Martin Freeman. Bilbo Baggins. But, uh, yeah, Bilbo Baggins, The Office is Tim Canterbury. Fantastic. Canterbury Tales. Series. Yeah, and The Hobbit series as well. Lester Nygaard in, Far- in Fargo. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Unbelievably yeah. good. I agree. Yeah. That is such a good one. And Billy Bob Thornton in that was just yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. He plays Watson in Sherlock. Yep, and that's what he's going to do. Yep. is Watson in Sherlock, and he's in he's in Captain America and Black Panther as Everett Ross as well. He's really, really good. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. excellent in everything he's in. Yeah. I agree. Yep. I agree. He's brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. So, but he'd be a good porn actor. He's got. Oh, that's he's got great skills. He's very. He's 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 a very delicate. Yeah. He's delicate. But what's not Rocco Zifredi, right? He's the opposite of Rocco. Rocco just 
Just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. But no, was, this guy warms his hands. He, he does. Good. He warms but his hands. But it wasn't – they couldn't have been filming a porno because you wouldn't have a stand-in for a porno. They must have been filming like a I nine a and a half movie. weeks. It was a real movie. Might yeah, have been was... like an, uh, a Two Moon Junction style because oh. if it was a porno, well, the porno yeah. stars don't need well, body no, they, doubles. They don't. They, don't. they, they so, fix the lighting with their own it's like It's like a Top Gun scene where they're – where it's in the shadow, right? Yeah, that's like, what I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. So have any of you guys been a body double in anything? Morgs, have you been a body double in a movie or anything? I was a stunt cock once. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'll knock him up. Yeah. i hit him up. Yeah. Okay, excellent. <laughs> and how'd you go, Dan? Oh, shit house. That porno didn't yeah. sell very well. <laughs> Laura Linney. Yep. Lorenzo's Oil early on in 92. She's in Dave. Primal Fear in 96. Cracking movie. Great movie. She's Absolute great, Power in 97. Yep. Good movie. Uh, the Truman Wait. Show. Yep. The Life of David Gale. We've talked about that a lot yep. on this on this show. Mystic River. Yep. We've talked mm-hmm. about. Yep. Uh, and Ozark is her pinnacle of late, and that is she's fantastic she is in that. Such a oh, bitch in Ozark. She breaks. I've so still bad. not finished Ozark. I'm still. No, about, I got to yep. halfway through season two, and then I'm, I I've, I've got the last set of season four or whatever to go. Yeah, I don't know. Last season, I have, I'm, I'm I have down. stalled. Damo, that's nothing to brag about. Getting into season two. Yeah, got to two. It's um, it's big for Damo. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. I'm not sure about the ending of, of five or okay. the last series, but anyway, yeah. Okay. Good series. But she was cast in this. Richard Curtis, they auditioned a whole heap of people. Have you got this? Yeah, it's really good. Tell yeah. it. Tell and something. he kept saying, I want someone like Laura Linney. I want someone like Laura Linney. And then the casting director, director eventually snapped and went, oh, for fuck's sake, go and get Laura Linney then. <laughs> so they auditioned her and she got the part. That'll yeah. do it. She's, yeah. ex- she's excellent. She's she a great actress. Good. Yeah. So well, um, actor. Yes. Anyway, there's a, there's a whole heap of other actors. We I don't know if we need to go further. Unless no, anyone you I, want to mention, I, I want to mention um, the the little boy Brody yes. Sangster, Brody, Thomas Brody, Brody Sangster, Thomas Brody Sangster. Um, he you, you know when you cross a pomeranium with a husky <laughs> and you get a pomsky, right? And these little big black eyed little faced dogs. That kid looked like a pomsky. Yeah, yeah. I can it, see his. I know what you're saying. But he but that kid he was also in what I consider the best Netflix show ever, which is The Queen's Gambit. It that is a great Benny show. Watts. Yeah. I that is a great it show. I, he made, I, him, I, he I made a bit of a swordsman, didn't he? He's like a skinny little chess yeah. playing swordsman, but yeah. he still yeah. he had a bit of chutzpah. Yeah, so but he still kind of looks the same. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't look as much like a Pomsky, but he's yeah, he still looks the same. But he was in Game of Thrones as well. Oh, he was Jojen he was Jojen Reed. Jojen Reed, yes. Yeah. The only other one is is Chuitel Ajafor, which is the uh, yeah. the Jesse's girl, the Rick yeah, Kieran Knight, story. Yeah, Kieran yep. Knightley's husband, who's, who's he's great. in twelve he's years a slave. Stuff, yeah. yeah, like he's in a heap of Marvel stuff now. He's, he's in, in heaps of Marvel movies. stuff. Yeah, he was in. Uh, I think he was in uh, Children of Men as well, or one yeah. of those. Uh, he's he's very good. He was in a he was in a movie. We're going to do uh, some Clive Owen films. Is that we're going to do Croupier? <laughs> yeah, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the list. Well, you mentioned Children of Men. I thought we were classing the joint up. Oh, Children of Men's a great movie. It's worth doing. God's Very good. He was in a movie, an autobiography of life. This would be good. The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. <laughs> That's your fucking no, autobiography. He was baby teeth. You can be this. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, Gow's got it all. Gow's tr- like a quadruple threat. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's in, the doc- in Doctor Strange and, and, as you said, Zed for Zachariah and in a whole heap of things. Yeah, he's good. I yeah, like good, good actor. Insult. With Angelina Jolie, American gangster, yeah. All right, all right. Actually, I I would bring up one more too. I want you know that Martin McCutcheon, yeah, you know, yeah. Natalie, and Bumpy. I'd I'd Bumpy. I'd like to get Buffalo Bill's opinion because they kept mentioning that <laughs> oh, she was yeah. a bit fat and a bit um oh, no. thighs. thighs. So yeah. Buffalo Bill, are you here? Is she a great big fat girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Right. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Move yeah, on. that that was harsh. She's she's that a, was yeah, harsh. She looked great. She, yeah. She's very pretty. She's and Gao, She was another one who was quite famous when we lived in the UK together. She was on yeah our, on our travels. Oh yeah. Jesus. From uh, EastEnders or something like that. A lot of yeah, time we spent together. Just just can, listening to can, just listening to her songs, I guess, actually, in, our, in our lounge room I, there. I know I'm opening, Piss I'm opening it. a uh, <laughs> I know I'm opening a kettle of uh worms here. But <laughs> a kettle of worms. Kettle of worms. <laughs> a can of fish. It's a can of fish or a kettle of worms. <laughs> but she lives in Wandsworth. Now, did you guys live in Wandsworth? We certainly did. What? Down the road. Yeah. Did you interview her? Have you, what have you yeah. got? Tell she, us. She lived in the dodgy end, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were in the ritzy <laughs> end. Yeah. We, we were in Earlsfield, which is very close to Wandsworth. We, we were near the prison. prison was yeah, Wandsworth the road. prison yeah, right was just down the road. So the prison's in the good end? Yeah. Wow. That just shows how shit the shit end <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> that dodgy end must be terrible. Yeah. It's like a favela. Our, yeah. end, was, our <laughs> end was the good end until we moved in. Yeah, then it was real bad. The neighbours weren't happy after that. Okay, so what about... Movies 2003. I think we did a little bit of that last year, last week, didn't we? Because it was 2002. We, we did. But yeah. just, uh, the gross of this movie was $246.5 million. That's good. So, That's amazing for a, for rom-com. Yeah, 59 and a half domestically, 187 internationally. Yeah. Uh, budget of $45 million. So it's done some big numbers. Uh, opening weekend was nearly $7 million. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. But what did it come in at? It came in at 13 that year in 2003. Now, the Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, scooped everything oh, that year. Yeah. Best picture, best director, best adapted screenplay, best original score, best original song. Um, and deservedly so. It yeah, was, a, it, was a, a, it was an ode to the previous two movies as well. It was all yeah. a bit of a thanks, thanks, Peter. And but recommend uh, the extended version too, where you get to see Saruman. Because he's extended cut out. versions are great. Yeah, yeah, they do go forever though. I bet it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, mate, as you said last week, Whitey, one point one two billion dollars that made finding nemo came in second with 936 million dollars crazy can you believe that how big huge that's crazy matrix reloaded next (laughs) don't know how yeah well i know how because it piggybacked off the back of its first one yeah yeah but yeah sean penn best actor in mystic river charlize theron in monster as alien wernoff oh Oh, yeah bad yeah she's Fantastic in that movie. Tim Robbins in Mystic River, best supporting actor. Yeah. But yeah, so heap of movie. we went through this. Like Kill Bill was in 2003. Yep. SWAT. SWAT for our SWAT. Uh, for our mate. Yep. And uh, Elf. Elf. Yeah. Movie that I liked in that 2003 was Tears of the Sun at Bruce Willis oh, one. That's a great yeah, movie. It's yeah, got yeah. Uh, Monica Bellucci yeah. in it. It's got uh, Cole Hauser in it too from uh, oh, Yellowstone. Yeah. It's a great Rip. movie. I, Tears I, I, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Great movie. Good pick, Damon. Good pick. And then yeah, we get you on here for a reason. But uh, yeah, so we won't look. We delved in that. We won't go to that. And and uh, we we did have some music there, but Morgs is uh, Morgs is taking Morgs, over. Music. Morgs has gone yeah. over. Yep, that's all right. So uh, we won't go into the music. There we we can punch through. We've that's done okay. It. All We've right. Well, well, question time. Uh, okay. So, question one. Did Hugh Grant really go through a phase as being a sex symbol? Did this happen? Apparently, it did. I, I think he's a good-looking bloke. Do you? I do. Yeah. Dan, thoughts on the Hugh Grant sex symbol? I, I mean, if, <laughs> if you are 
given points for the high level of ladyfolk that you pull, then I don't think they were much higher than these Hurley back in the day. So there mm-hmm. was something irresistible yeah. about him. As I said, I had shit hair like him for a long time and, and I did well with the ladies too. So, yeah, <laughs> I reckon he's a good bloke. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. Fucking hell. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> he, mate, he was—he was a heartthrob. I mean, you know, you know, you know, yeah, he was an action man. He was—he was, he was, was the he, foppish, stuttering. Yeah. He's not—he's not a, he's not a male lot. model that's in no. a coke ad or a. Um, he's, not, he's no Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's not Brad I'll Pitt. Give you the tip. He's no Brad Pitt. No, well, I'm going nowhere near Hugh Grant. No, move on. No, if that's the bar. But yes, definitely. Yeah, I'd say I can see why <laughs> people do like him. Why well, a lot of the women do like him. Yeah, yeah down yeah, to earth, nice guy, friendly guy, funny guy. He's—he's Hugh Grant moves. He's Hugh Grant in every movie. Yeah. He's Hugh Grant playing Hugh Grant. Okay, question two, and we alluded to this a little earlier. What's your favourite thread? What's your favourite story? I'll give you the options here. So we've got uh, the Prime Minister and Natalie. We've got the threesome of Peter, which is Chiwetelai for, and Mark, Ricky Grimes, and Juliet. John and Judy, which is Martin Friedman, Friedman and um, <laughs> The body Judy. doubles, yep. Billy Mack and the manager. Liam Neeson. Is Sep's son and the girl, or Laura Linney? They're your picks. There's a few here I would just cut out completely. No, you forgot. I'm one. going, I, I'm going with Colin Frizzell. Well, yeah, yeah, I, 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 well, yeah, okay. I'm going with Colin Frizzell and the yeah, three and American the girls. Yeah, that's, that's no, was... you're talking about Colin Firth. Colin Firth yeah. more. No, no, no. The, you're talking no. about the. You're talking Colin. about Colin. Yeah, the ugly, the ugly English yeah, guy. The kid. Yeah. The kid that goes to the US goes to goes to oh, Milwaukee. And he, he yeah. gets pulls January Jones and Denise Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot to and put the chick I, out of Banshees in there as well. I actually, that's a good one more because I did forget to put in um, Colin Firth and and, yeah. and her. Yeah, yeah. I, that, is good one. that is a good one. Yeah, that, that is the one that made me laugh the most. Yeah, that that one. I love it. I love it when they're talking and they're saying the same, same things. things. Yeah, that's yes. it. That's really yeah, clever. Really, that was really good. Yeah, but Damo, anything? No, definitely the Bill Nye. I mean, it, not actually, yeah. not the love part of the, yeah, like their mates, but just that everything, every scene was just hilarious. He steals the movie, man. He steals the movie, man. He's unreal. Just funny. What about his jacket at the end? Yeah, Looks but, like he's going to, like, he couldn't hug him because he's going to cut him. Yeah. What about the shirt he wears in the in the uh, studio at the start, that coloured, coloured oh big, long thing. thing in his signature? I feel it in my finger. In my finger. I feel it in my toes. <laughs> Christmas uh, is all around me. I've got his quote. Come I've got a quote for later on. Save it. Save it. I'll save okay, it. Okay, so we're all going something different. You're going Billy Mac. Yep. You're going Colin. You're going the threesome, foursome. Yep. Because the sexy one's coming later. And me and Morgs are going with uh, Colin Firth. Uh, okay, so I take serious umbrage with Rip Grimes. Yep. Serious yeah. umbrage here on yeah. many levels. First, it's his best mate's wife. Move on, mate. It's game over. Move on. Two. Rick Grimes would never have done that. No, Rick Grimes. Well, it wasn't. It was John Bernthal that did to him. Yes, that's right? true. So, we, well, to be fair, he was in. He, he thought he thought was dead. dead. thought he was dead. But he is just a stalker. That, that wedding video, the guy's got serious <laughs> oh, yeah, problems, bad. right? That's and bad. she should be bolting out the front door going, you have issues. Yeah. Thoughts. I'm yeah. yeah like what the, you think. Well, I, I'm I'm jumping the gun. That's my ugly to to film your mate's wife's wedding for your own private video collection. 
Mate, that's wank bank stuff. <laughs> that, that's what he. That's yeah. what he's made it for. Yeah. But and he's hit it on the he, shelf. But he his intentions. He didn't hide are, it on the shelf. Was in plain view. Yeah. But we got to look at his intentions, and that's not what his intentions yeah, were. That's true. So his intentions were he just really loved her and he wanted to film her, and that was his, was intentions. Even though ninety nine percent of people would look at the evidence and go, "Holy shit, mate, you are this." But I I think um his intentions weren't as what people thought. His intentions were good. He just really loved her. And he just couldn't say it. He turned up at the door with a big, with a radio and, and a whole heap the, of notes. The placards. Yeah. So, Mor- okay, Morbs. If you're a massive stalker like that, as if you'd leave that video there oh, yeah. right yeah. next to the table. Labeled. You would have a lock drawer like Stencil's old man when he used to keep his porn in. <laughs> and police ran locked. up the stairs. Hang on. Get the there was no, on. Back in 91. There was no drawers big enough. There were no drawers big enough to house that collection. But what no. about my, do you remember my, I had the old VHS. I had the Pamela Anderson one and yeah. I had the, and I had the Mimi McPherson one. Yeah. And I put it with my surf tapes. One was called Why a Mimi? And the other one was called Anderson Point. Yep. So if anyone looked at the, no one was ever going to look at Why my surfing Mimi? tapes. No, but yes. shortly it was like no, but hang on. So the first, but then and this is this is some the best. This is this is why I'm This is uh, it was like when I found my dad's porn collection as we all stumble across at some stage. He had two tapes and it was under World Cup fifteen. <laughs> right? And it was and it was not that. It was sex it was boat. Sex boat. Sex boat. It was sex oh boat. wow. Yeah. Sex boat. It got it got hey used. Hey girl, a come lot. and lick my pussy. Sex boat. <laughs> World Cup 15, right here. World Cup 15. So, anyway, look, serious stalker. Damo, yeah. I'm not copying that he had the other intentions. <laughs> just nice she guy. was dead in three months. <laughs> she died. He murdered her. He, he she... did walk away at the end and said, enough. Goes, and it was enough that. before, man. Yeah, it was know, well but, more enough. But, it, but you're right. And he should have not Creepy. put it on her because now he's basically put his last. Yeah, now it's up to her to her. make the decision. Yes. So it's, it's closure for him, but yeah. it's now, yeah, she's let, like, mm, the ball's now on. in her court. It's like, oh, Christ, thanks. thanks for throwing me under the bus or dropping that hand grenade and yeah. then leaving. Yeah. 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 And in, look, and in Meanwhile, your that, best mate's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, that's it for question time. Did you have that, anything to add on the stalker? Question. Yeah. Anything to add on the stalker, Morgs? I didn't think you did. Uh, do we go into good, bad, and ugly now? We're going there yeah, now. Yeah. We're sliding there right now. All right, no, I'll, revisit, I'll revisit that. It's one of my bads. I'd like to revisit uh, yeah, okay. Andrew Lincoln. So let's uh, let's move into Good, the Bad, the Ugly, where we talk about the things that we liked about the movie, the stuff that we thought was a little average, and the stuff that is downright ugly. And I've got a feeling there's something for every category. There week. is. There yep. is. But we've covered a lot. I think yeah. we might have covered a few We'll start with our guest. Uh, on the good, yeah, on the good uh, demo, what do you got, mate? Just really, uh, I've got a few, but Billy Mack, yeah. laugh, laugh out loud funny. Like, yeah. just cack him a head off. The cameo, the Rowan Atkinson cameo, right, with the garnishing, the, the gift, and the yep. holly and the cinnamon, like freaking hilarious. Um, I also think that other, the cameo, or Claudia Schiffer being in there. Yeah, it's a bit meta. That, that, that is it for Morgs. That is, but I, I remember the old, um, you know, if Claudia Schiffer married Brains from the Thunderbirds, she'd be Claudia Schiffer Brains. Anyway, that's, that's a really old bad joke. Um, but I love the- <laughs> Boom, don't go. Yeah, I'll be here all week. Thank you. You'll be here uh, for another 40 minutes. Uh, but I did like some of the music choices that came out in the, in, in the show. I loved the Pointer Sisters Jump yep. and R.O.P. to Bonnie Pointer. She's one of, She died a couple of years ago. And I didn't realise how much I liked that Dido song. Yep. Um, what is it? What, which one was it? Oh, um, oh, be, 
here with you or yeah. whatever it's called. I really loved that song. Yeah. And I, I didn't realise, and I've now put it on my playlist on Spotify because I thought, shit, that is a really good song. Oh, we live to give. Dido's another one yeah. like Kira Knightley. It's a bit of a snaggle tooth that could uh, chuck, a, <laughs> chuck a tennis racket. Same as Jewel. Still have a snap. Same as Jewel's got that little... Uh, Little snorker yeah, out the side. Yeah. Uh. yeah, I do too. Well, look, I got one. Yeah, yeah a little snaggle toothish. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Gal? What do you got for good? I've got well, same. Bill Nye as Billy Mac, unreal. Just, just steals the movie for me. Martin Freeman's sex scenes. We we talked about <laughs> oh, them. They're just the best. Yeah. With with just Judy in there, like so, just making them do that stuff, and then just the talk, like they just talk normally. Yeah. Yep. And they said, "Where did you guys meet?" And they're both like, "Uh, uh." uh <laughs> But yeah, no, that they were the ones for me. Yeah, excellent. Morgs, what do you got? I agree wholeheartedly, Billy Max. So I, I've actually listed the the four threads that are my favourite. So Billy Max thread, uh, Colin Firth and the Portuguese chicks thread. Hugh Grant, yep. I like the yep. uh, the British PM. I like it. Yeah, they have him standing up to Billy Bob Thornton too. I think that's a real nice. That's uh, great. Uh, that was good. Uh, yeah, old Britain, and then yeah, the, the Martin Freeman stuff, where he's uh, just watching that relationship go from a, a, a strange way to meet. Yeah, really good, really, yeah, really good yeah. parts of the film. Because and when when they kissed, it was so awkward. You know, it was like they'd just been doing absolutely yeah. everything. Yeah, and then they're sort of just standing there looking at each other, super awkward. Yeah. And then All I just, want for and then, Christmas is you. And she just moved in, and she she moved in on yeah. him. He started to do it, and then he's like, oh, like yeah. oh shit, yeah. yeah. Look, I had the ensemble cast, and I think it's quite incredible how they manage to tie everything up. Everyone feels like they get enough screen time. There's no out-and-out star of the movie. It's such an ensemble piece. It's so brilliantly done. So, uh, you know, Richard Curtis, the director, did an amazing job. I just think it's so well done. And, And this is what happens when you get actually good actors, even though it's just it's essentially just a rom com, but it's filled with quality actors. Yep. Yeah. And so it elevates it automatically. Yep. Uh, there's a couple of great scenes. like that. We talked about the one with Emma Thompson. She's And she's the heart and soul of the film. But just the ensemble, I think it's great. Yeah. And I agree with everything that you guys have said, but for me it's the ensemble. I also think incredible. Hugh Grant, sorry, I think, that, I think he was really good in this. I, I quite like that part. I think he did it really well. And Hugh, Hugh, Grant is, Hugh Grant is good in everything he does, yeah. but he's Hugh Grant, right? Mm. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see him step outside and be something other than foppish Hugh Grant. Which we we'll probably missed that like opportunity. Well, he's he's done the gentleman uh, just recently, but wasn't he wasn't great in that? But that was a shit film. That's why he wasn't great. Yeah. Guy Ritchie yeah. has jumped the shark. Like it's yeah, he's, it's he's trying over. to recreate something that's been done twenty years ago. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the bad, and we'll start up on uh, the land there. Dan, what do you got for bad? Yeah, you guys mentioned Andrew Lincoln, who I agree is excellent in The Walking Dead, uh, but I would say he is the shittest over actor of the whole noughties <laughs> in his performance in this film. The the excruciating scene when he leaves her in his little studio apartment and goes outside and yeah. walks forward and back and, and then does yeah. the, oh, what have I done? That was like watching one of us try and be a, a Hollywood actor. Like on the first, It's like he only just got his lines or something. It was mm. awful. And I thought his whole part... And being, I, I agree, he's nothing more than a stalker then. And if you were going to be stalking on your wife, your, your mate's wife, then you'd be a bit more, um, you, you certainly would be a bit more secure with the evidence. But, yeah. yeah, I just thought his part and his performance were complete caca. It's hard no, to argue but with Sorry, that. that was my first bad. I've got a couple. <laughs> um, the, the major bad... No, I'm, I'm actually going to bump this one up into ugly, so I'm going to park that one. Okay, leave it, uh, leave it. Um, so my bonus bad was when Billy is recording his single at the start. Yeah. Uh, did you cop 
at all the backing vocalists. Yes, yeah. yes. Braless. Braless on the left needed oh, to be oh, running mate. a bra. They, <laughs> yeah. Gravity was not kind. They were funny. They were funny. They were weird. funny shapes. Super weird. What a keen eye we've all got. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that, was a, that was in the bottom one-tenth of the screen yeah. on wasn't the left. A lot of, wasn't, a, wasn't a big share of voice of that particular Maison fan, but uh, we all picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. I, I didn't put it down to, to bring up, but yeah, good point. Okay, Damo, you, what do you got for that? Oh, bad. Uh, a, a midweek wedding, shit house. Uh, who the hell does that to save? I just can't stand it. Yeah. Because it's obviously yeah, that's some tight ass shit some, right there. Yeah, it is. Yes, I don't like that. Um, the cringe in that wedding when they started singing All You Need Is Love. Yeah. And the band starts coming up out of the seats. Yeah. I was embarrassed sitting there cringing yeah. like big time. But the other thing that I thought was bad was that Wisconsin storyline, right? This is this movie then delved into a American Pie, into Porky's, into Tit City High. It yeah. did not fit no, into this movie. Right. It did not fit. Yeah. And I went, that was I, – because I, I don't actually remember really seeing that scene on the TV when I watched it. I thought, is this all new? And I thought, oh, they're going to rob him. They're going to do this. It's like, no, this is all true. Like, oh, come on. This is this was, yeah, Porky's, American Pie. Um, yeah. And there's a yep. photo of Gail loves Porky's, mm. just by the way, Damo. So you guys can fight that out later. <laughs> yeah, but that, that but that's yeah, but right. Porky's is Porky's, right? Yeah. This wasn't, but this, this, wasn't this was not Porky's yet. It had a that that storyline would have fit perfectly in that sort of yeah. or Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, was, Porks, you know, like that sort of shit. Where you're going to do on you your know, own um, it was, solo podcast. And you know, it was exactly like that because it was kind of just odd that he was a bit part in it, and then he just and then it just went to it him going to the US. Got, so. It just got out of control. It was like I'll get stuffed, and then oh, here's Harriet, and I was like, oh come on. Yeah, please. It was a bit like the Hugh Grant dancing scene, which didn't serve much purpose. Like it was funny, well, and I know it's iconic, and it's it's sort of good. Yeah. Like it tells a character, but there was no part that like you've got a two hour twenty movie that doesn't need to be two hours yeah. twenty. It could have yeah. cut it's that out because it didn't make any difference to his character. No, exactly, but it is iconic in the movie. I get you know, like people hated it. It's in my, I've got that. So yeah, what do you got for bad? My, my bad. It's sort of one one goes in the other. The necklace, we talked about this, the necklace scene with Alan Rickman, like he buying it oh. and, then, and then poor old Emma Thompson in the bedroom just oh. brutalised by rough, that. Man. And then, yep. then coming, as we said, coming out and having to try and, you know, do the sto- stoic oh, yeah. look for the kids. But the other thing was As if she didn't have that it. Joni Mitchell CD already. It's not like she released 50 <laughs> albums. Like, what the fuck? But the thing was, he, he bought that when she's there and he's, tr- he's trying to scurry it into his yeah. pocket with Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. yeah. And he's buying it while his wife's there with him. Like, stupid. I was just like, stupid. It's, it's like well, having it's just, the videotape labelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like buying the gift for her yeah. with your wife there. Who's going to go do that? And go, <laughs> I'm going to go buy this while my wife's around the corner. Yeah. Ducked off. Like. Okay. Well, I, I have for bad. Put the fucking mobile on silent. Laura Ruth. Linney. Put the mobile on silent. You're about to, you've been in love with this guy for two years, seven months, three days, and seven hours. Yeah. Yeah, so old Rodrigo, who's ready to go in his in his boxes, mate. Can I just, can I just I cut ahead? It's going to be over second. in four minutes. No, but just ring him back. He's a good sort. I thought he might make it into Whitey's Brad Pitt in Quickfire. He's a he's a good. You, well, let's hey, see what happens, hey, Morgs. Let's see on. what happens, mate. Chill, brother. He had a Chill. he had a weird body. He had a weird body. No fat on him. I was just yeah. weird looking. <laughs> just, he had all these bumps and stuff. I know. And he's just skinny, skinny waist. Lean, but seriously, I know. Put, Put the phone on silent. Don't oh, answer no. it just once, right? Yeah. He's in a hospital with people watching him. Yep. You're going to be okay. Yep. right? And anyway, you're going to beat the shit out of her when she turns up anyway. So yeah. sorry, Laura. Yeah. Just I once. Totally agree. Just, it annoyed me. 
first call, first call she took, second call, she didn't need to. Yeah, move on. Just it's okay. You'll be fine, bud. You'll be fine. As soon as she mentions the Pope, I'm like, I'm out. Hang up. Yeah. Sorry. Hang up. I know. Okay. And I have the same the Wisconsin storyline. I think it's just it's it's not needed at all. Uh, okay, ugly. I'll start with ugly. Yeah, I've mentioned it. The Hugh Grant dancing scene, completely <laughs> unnecessary. He's a shit dancer, right? He's a shit dancer, and then it ends. It's like, when what's he... the point of it, right? It, it's it's a little feel goodish puppy yeah, is, up sort is it of though, bit. But like, I don't know. It's it is that's the point. There's it's no making point. a bit of his character a bit, you know, getting to his character a little bit. But he actually didn't even want that in the movie. I can understand because why. Because he was shit. like, a prime minister wouldn't do this, right? Yep. So he was he didn't really want it, but it's become iconic because of the dance. So that, when you the heard thing. the music with the pointer sisters going, were you going? Oh, or were, oh, were you tapping along? Oh, going, no, the music's good. That's yeah. what I mean. It just but I started tapping along, and I figured, well, yeah, but you're a dancer. Gonna... That's true. You're already you're already thinking of choreo of my craft. You're thinking of your craft. <laughs> you're going. I can I can use this. Yeah, I, I actually yeah. was yeah. looking to see if there was exactly. anything I can use. All right, uh, Gal, what do you got for ugly? <laughs> uh we've covered everything. Okay. I, I don't think I need to go anywhere else. No, it's exactly the same thing with um, the old story. I think Dan's got something special for yeah, us. Yeah, I bumped one up from bad because it just made me, made me uh, when I, I had it written down, it actually made me angrier when I saw it. Damo, you mentioned it before, how cringy it is in the chapel when they start the uh, All You Need Is Love song. But what is even more fucked is that the group, bride and groom don't notice that there's the 30-piece brass band yeah, yeah. sitting <laughs> in the pews yeah, in yeah. the t- world's tiniest chapel of people they yeah. don't even know that have come to their wedding, <laughs> and they're surprised. Yes. And they're in the yes. front row. That's what the people sitting in the front row. Guy's got a fucking tuba. Yeah. yeah. Right? You can't hide that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Surely if you're getting married, you're looking at the front row going, well, who are you? Yeah. yeah. Four people. And what's yeah. that giant bag? <laughs> oh, it's a tuba. Who's the guy singing the song? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, is he supposed I, to be someone famous? He must be. He must he's not be. famous. I, I looked at his name, never heard of him. Yeah. But I think it, I'm like, he's like, ugh. But real cheesy, smiley singer too. Yeah. Just I was like, a full wedding singer. Pure, yeah. actually, yeah. I suppose. Mate, actually, I would have much preferred John Lovitz to get up there and go, Oh, it's <laughs> ladies night. Oh, what a night. Or the Dan Band, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. the Dan Band. How good. All right. Uh, yeah, good one, Morgs. Like, it's th- that is bad. That's seriously cringeworthy stuff. That wedding. Uh, so now we're moving into. And while you're on fire, Morgs, let's move into quick fire. Yes, quick fire. Fast becoming my new third favorite segment of mine. Uh, Damo, <laughs> if, if you're not used to it, I'll explain it. But we just go. Oh, I've, to... I've heard it. Oh, okay, nice one. If you've heard it oh. before. So first, <laughs> first category is that's not a knife for a scene that is passed over into popular culture from this film. Any that stand out for you, boys? Oh, it's the dance. The dance is the only one, yeah. Tenuous Which link. dance? Yeah. Hugh, 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 Hugh Grant's Hugh Grant's dance. I, I would so, not say these days, but I reckon for a few years after, there's a few people doing that dance. And also when the, that music comes And also the, uh, the, the the bloody fucking Rick Grimes with his cardboard. Oh, yeah, the cardboard. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Okay. That's the one I had. Yeah. So yeah. That, I think yeah, that's I've true. seen yeah. the cardboard one recreated by a million F-wits when they're trying to Foods here. be romantic and, uh, yeah, I'm just uh, having my food delivered. So you guys talk amongst yourselves. But, yeah, Damo, any for you? Um, No, no, couldn't think of anything. Righto. Hey, Derek, Spreckensy Dick for the biggest, <laughs> uh, the shittest character or the one that you just think what a knob in the film. Uh, i got a couple. What do you guys got? i got Colin. He shits me. Colin, the young Colin. 
The young kid. Yeah, young yeah, Colin. Young kid. Really annoys me. Colin the sex machine. Yes, Colin yeah. the sex machine, yes. Yeah. I, I'd go for Colin Firth's brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he is a shit, not- yeah. That's a good one, Damo. That was, I hadn't thought of that. I mean, and, and you know, and, and I've got another one actually. Um, Colin's mate, he's uh, he's mate that's trying to talk him out of going. Mm, Shut yeah. up, mate. Oh, he's, go. he's Debbie Downer, yeah. isn't he? He's just yeah, I'm like, shit, mate. He yeah. gives a shit. Let him, let him have his delusions of grandeur. That's it. And guess what, mate? He rooted through up birds. He's like yeah. Gow in the 90s, right? <laughs> just let him go. Just let him have at it, mate. People yeah. have got to travel, mate. They've got to travel They've and have, to, their, have their adventures. What? Yeah, yeah, it, it, serving's the source, right? <laughs> Uh, other notable mentions was, of course, <laughs> Andrew Lincoln craving mate's wife and uh, the, the long-necked yeah. bird that goes after Alan Rickman as well. She's pretty shit. Yeah, uh, yeah oh, she's, like she's evil. I like her. Yeah. Jennifer you, Jason man. Lee in Backdraft for an actor that thinks they're in some other movie, not Love Actually. Anyone that jumped out for you, boys? I was a bit disappointed at first with Liam Neeson when he sort of broke down. I, I just looked. To me, like he was acting for it, it, he got better. But at first, I thought he was pretty ordinary at first, and I just, I just kept thinking of Taken. I just kept thinking of something yeah. else. Especially when he picks up the phone. It's like he's, if he's not killing someone, it's just like, well, yeah, it's a very, yeah, a very tame role for him, isn't it? Very too tame. Yeah, too tame. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd maybe go. Uh, uh, is it Maya, the Alan Rickman's yeah. mistress? She's probably the one that is. Seems to be it doesn't have that feel. The movie doesn't have that feel for her to be spreading her legs in oh, work she, yeah, and, yeah, that's a, that's and all this kind of scene. stuff. Like, yeah, like she's way just, too forward, too early, isn't yeah, she? I think, and, way and too like, forward. And and like, let's be honest, he's got to be thirty years older than her. Yes. yes. And so, like, you can do. She can do way better than that. I think she was thirty-one when she, she was a big that. Gruber fan. Oh, big Hans Gruber. Fan. Well, she she was born in Dusseldorf. She's German. German. There you go. There, like there a catch. Go. There we go. Yeah. Well done. Nice. Uh, Ripley running for the worst showing of athletic prowess a la Ripley in Aliens, the movie. Uh, yep. Anything jump out for you guys? I think it is an obvious Got it. one. There, there is Colin Firth oh. try, when when the papers go flying when he's doing the writing and he tries to jump over the little fence <laughs> and he can't get his legs over <laughs> and then falls over. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, he's just got to throw his legs over. It's horrible. Yes. Horrible. I would say too, when the brother tried to hit Laura Linney, it looked like a chicken trying to hit you with a wing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just looked like this real Gumby sort yeah. of. Mate, she, like, what was that? Mate? She didn't have to be Bruce Lee to block it. No, no, she, it did. It, it looked stupid. I would have Wasn't accepted people's elbow. Would have accepted Hugh Grant's dancing as well, but yeah, I was going to throw. Oh, I'd yeah. throw Hugh Grant's dancing there. Yeah. He's no, shocking. I, I think that's a great one, Gal. Uh, Robot sentries again from the magnificent director's cut of Aliens. An additional scene that tells you a lot about how much shit they're actually in. Any scenes you wanted to see from this film that we didn't know enough about? I have one hundred percent got one. This is where I alluded to earlier. Go, so, Heike. McCatch, who when she – there was two scenes of her in her bedroom. One, she stripped off into the red lingerie. Yeah. If you look behind her, her bed's made. In the next scene when she strips off and she puts the uh, necklace around her, the bed behind her is all messy. Continuity errors, Damo. No, no, no. But this this is in the next scene when she's got the necklace, which means she's just shagged yeah. Alan Rickman. So and, and, and so I would have liked to have actually seen her fully starkers – Full bonk scene, five minutes worth, and that's what I reckon we should have had. <laughs> the most outstanding answer we've had in Quickfire so far. Well done, Dave. Nice work. Yeah, well but but nice it would work. have actually then, because you, you never knew if Alan Rickman kind of 
took it to the next level. But take yes, it to the level. <laughs> but that but that was the whole point of having the bed made and the bed unmade to say to prove yeah, that okay. yeah, he's been there. They just alluded to it. Yeah, yes. need, we needed some more. But I need to it. see it. I need to see her. Yeah. Agree. Okay. Excellent. More, more to the point. Be calling Curtis and getting that uh, added to the director's director cut. Uh, last but not least, Whitey's Brad Pitt for the actor that you would most like to have a special cuddle with. Boys, go for it. I'm going with Damo's one. I'm going with uh, Heike yeah, McCatch. Is the name Maya in the in the movie? Mia. Yep. Mia in the in the movie. Either, either, either. Martin McCutcheon looks good in this movie. Yeah, yeah I'm with Nick I think Martin yeah. McCutcheon's a standout for me. I had a bit of a thing for Kieran Knightley at, at a stage, but she's I, I'd be afraid. She needs to feed. Very have to be very careful. She needs to feed. Yeah, I, but I'd go Mia. But then you know, at the end they throw in Shannon Elizabeth and Denise Richards. Yes, that's true. Shannon yes. Jones, Elisha Cuthbert. They they yeah. throw them in. Elisha but yeah. I would still go for Mia. Yep. That's so. that's a strong strong quartet of uh, of Colin yeah. ladies. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we yeah. may have fucked that one up, but anyway, great. That's quick fire for this week. Excellent, boys. Well done. Okay. Nice work, Morgs. Let's move into listen to this, where we talk about. We've actually covered quite a lot of this as we've gone. Yeah, we have. It. But Gow, what do you got for listen to this? I've got speaking of all those girls, Chris Marshall, who played Colin, actually returned. Well, <laughs> this might be a story, but he it's alleged he returned his paycheck for that scene because he had such a great time doing it for twenty one <laughs> takes yeah. that he's like, I don't need to be paid for this when they're all undressing him That's for all that time. Yeah, it's a fair call. Um, the other only one I have was that Kira Knight the year was only five years older than Thomas Brody Sangster when mm. this movie was made, which is pretty funny. Like, so he was a little boy and she's married. She's getting married. And there's a four, five-year gap five between them. Yeah. 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 Damo, you got anything? Uh, but listen to this. Emma Thompson's crying scene was real. She was at that particular stage in her life broken up with Kenneth Branagh, who had just cheated on her with Helena Bottom Carter. So her actual own private sort of feelings came out in that oh, scene. Oh, wow. Right, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, and one more thing, the song Love Is All Around was originally done by the Trogs in the 60s, the band from, you know, like Wild Thing. So yep. then it was done by Wet, Wet, Wet. Wet, Wet, Wet. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Laura Linney herself wished that she didn't pick the phone up. Oh, yeah. yeah. So even herself, she wished her character because obviously she wanted to go all yeah. the way Xerxes. with old Rod- Rodrigo. <laughs> yeah. And also... Obviously, we've touched on Andrew Lincoln not being happy with his character, thinking he was a bit stalky. But the lake that uh, Colin Firth and and the girl, her name is uh, Lucia Moniz, that was actually only 18 inches yeah. deep. They had to be on their had knees. They to flop around, didn't it? And there was a massive uh, mosquito plague and Colin Firth got bitten yeah. and actually was actually quite sick. Yeah. yeah. The other one about Laura Linney is that she was filming Mystic River at the same time. So she had to crisscross the uh, Atlantic. She flew across a few times because she was filming both sort of, you know, kept you busy. Yeah, so uh, was she a nice little boob shot? Yeah, yeah, that was. I, I'd forgotten about I, that. Yeah, like totally surprised it. me. It's like yeah. what? Yep. And it's find it odd that in that scene that she's she's just pulling everything back up. Like to you've talk, gotten that far. Yeah, but she's talking to your brother on the phone. Yeah, good point. Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> Is that and what, what was that, Morgs? <laughs> Okay, Morgs, you got anything? Yes, this is your favourite section. One this week because Purple oh, got up me for not getting involved in fucking all oh, the, good, the shit good work, segments Perp. that aren't mine. So yeah, this this movie's already been remade three times. Do you guys know where and huh? what the name of the films were? No, nope. shoot. So the first is an Indian remake uh, called A Tribute to Love, which was uh, an unofficial unofficial remake in the Hindi language. Uh, the second mm-hmm. was Poland. 
took a turn with, oh. a, with a film called Letters to St. Nicholas, um, obviously Christmas <laughs> film. And then the most recent was actually done in Japan, which uh, in, in English is called It All Began When I Met You, which um, which borrows the concept and also the film's poster layout. So there you go. Shove that what, up your ass, perps. Yeah. What's it in Japanese though? Because I remember before when you said oh, ring, you said ringu, you were able to do it. Now you've... It all began when I met you. We'll probably have to cut that oh. bit out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure we can do that. Okay. Derek right. eating morgues. Okay. Well done. So we've got we've done one degree of quickly down under. Yeah, which yeah. Demo got oh, early on. Demo. Yeah. Another. Oh, I was pretty quick. I was pretty quick. Now, oh, my hand was on the buzzer. I'll got, just, yeah. yeah. You, 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 what's his name from uh, Tony Country? Barber? Tony Barber. There we go. Tony Barber. I dug pretty deep for one degree of Kurt Russell. Couldn't find one. Yeah, I had a look, couldn't find it. And I'm sure Morgs didn't. So there was no, there's no one degree of Kurt Russell, which I think is weird because there's some big names. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a big cast well, in Billy, here. Billy Bob, you'd think it'd be yeah, somewhere. Yeah, Billy, Billy Bob did nothing. Billy Bob did nothing with Kurt, which is a shame. They'd be, they'd be a good duo, I reckon. Okay, so let's move into quotables. Uh, and look, again, there's not a heap of quotables, and you've already mentioned one. Mate, all of mine, I got four, and they're all Billy Mac. Yep. And the higher kids. They're all going to be all about. Yeah, so don't don't buy drugs. Become a pop star, and they become a pop star, and they give you them for free. Yeah, yeah, very good. The other one was when he's singing the song at start. This is shit, isn't it? <laughs> yep, solid gold shit, maestro. <laughs> yep. And from the first, oh, and and the yes, I do, Antor Deck. <laughs> that was awesome. That was very good. But the other one was the start scene when he stuffs up the song. Oh god! And he goes, "Oh fuck, wank bugger, shitting ass, head and hole." <laughs> Yeah. He he did have it all, but the other one in the radio interview, who was the best shag you've ever had? Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. <laughs> and he goes, Aren't he joking? She was rubbish. <laughs> he's just the best. Yeah, he's very good. He's 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 very, very good in this movie. Uh, I don't think there's much else. I had I had the higher kids one. Again, it's it's there's not a lot of quotes in this film. It's more monologues and But there are funny little bits like when you talk about that that more the Portuguese storyline. That's great. When they're all walking and the All the subtitles from, are fantastic. That's right. And the proposal's gone from being a marriage proposal to she's going to be a slave to this guy's going to come and kill her and someone's going, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, it just, just the way that it uh, evolved was hilarious. Brilliant. Brilliant. Also, I think we didn't mention in bad is when she takes the, uh, the, the cup off the manuscript and it all flies into the water. Yeah. He would not be like that. Oh, oh don't, don't worry about no, it. He don't would be a rage. But again, yes. like, like Emma Thompson's character, sloppy. that is so British, like to be apologising for that chick, obviously, yeah. fucked it up and it was completely her fault. But he's like, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. It's just, yeah. well, I'm British. No, I'm, I'm, I'm blaming fair. him. I'm blaming to, him. Yeah, to be fair to her point, who does that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who sits out in the wind with yeah. typewritten notes under a well, coffee the, cup? Well, there was no wind either. Oh. Like when you, when you look at it, like the, there was a gale for that split second, and then there was no wind. Yeah. It was a it was a freak it was a freak storm. What Boy was, who what was that the movie wind. of your life? Yeah, that was going to say. <laughs> okay, well done. So Morgs is on the block again here, and it's his number one go to segment: film score. For F wits. Yes, fellow F wits. Merry Christmas! It's getting to the end of the year, and this film, whilst we have categorised it as a Christmas film, it is and can be labelled as divisive because. Some of the characters that we don't necessarily love and some of the threads that were in there, a la Andrew Lincoln being a fucking stalker and um, a bit of a weird cat <laughs> and an over-actor, it's definitely can be accused of, uh, um, of of schmaltziness and a bit on the nose with the script and a little cliched in some 
areas. So it's I wanted to compare it to some other films over the last twenty years that uh, that I've noted that have. Um, a, 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 a bit of a polarizing response from critics and audiences. So I'm going to go through seven uh, of the most divisive films, or my most divisive films, the last 20 years. And I, you guys jump in with your thoughts on the films that I go through as I go through them. The first one was by a, a Mexican director, which you'd know well, uh, Alejandro <laughs> Gonzalez Inaratu, who most recently has done The Revenant, which itself is, I think, oh, a divisive right, film. the bear one. Yeah, very divisive. Yeah. But he's also uh, 21 Grams was a good film. Babel and Beautiful, also excellent. But Birdman, starring Michael Keaton. So 2014, uh, a black comedy drama featuring Michael Keaton, Zach Galifianakis, Edward Norton, um, appearances by Emma Stone and, and Naomi Watts as well. Probably most noted and what I love most about it is because it's shot as if it's filmed in one continuous take. So technically it's a, it's a brilliant film to watch. But um, it, it definitely is a film that is, I guess, audiences have have either gelled with or haven't gelled with at a time. Personally, it sits in that I really enjoy the film and I could watch it again, no problem. What do you guys think of Birdman? Didn't rate it. Michael yeah. won Academy Award for it, didn't he? Won it did, actor? it did. It's And uh, people think completely overrated because of the Academy Award. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I was not a fan. I don't I've, yeah. I've watched it, it once. No. Have you seen it, Gav? No. Okay, I think it no, I don't think I have. I don't think I have, but I don't. I do remember not hearing good things about it. So yeah. the fact that it won Academy Award, yeah, yeah, I, it's, I don't have much on that. Look, it's if we if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's definitely worth a watch. I think Edward Norton's great in it, and Michael Keaton's really good. Uh, it's it's all about Michael Keaton's ego and his alter ego, and it, it it's definitely quirky. Uh, but I think if, if you're looking for something to watch, it's definitely worth watching and let us know what you think about it on all the usual social channels. MySpace is my preferred method. But the second film I wanted to talk about was another favourite director of mine, which I think you guys think is a bit of a snooze, but Richard Lankladder. So obviously uh, started out with... Uh, Days to Confused, which is a which is another one I'll be doing a solo pod on one of these days. Um, also <laughs> right. known for all the before movies with uh, with Ethan Hawke, Before Sunrise, Before Midnight, um, uh, Everybody Wants Some, which I think is shit hot, but doesn't isn't really about much. It's about his uh, his times in baseball. Yeah, I just saw Whitey flex his head, and that, and that again, they're, they're <laughs> divisive film. He's a divisive filmmaker, but I'm not a big I think, I'm not a big lint ladder guy. No, you're, I think you are or you aren't. I am. Yeah. Boyhood, uh, a 2014 film uh, about uh, the story of Mason, a six-year-old from Texas and his dysfunctional family. Now, what was really interesting, if you haven't seen this film, it was actually shot over a 10-year period. So rather than actors playing different ages or changing out actors for different time periods, they started filming this in 2002 and finished it in 2013. So, Jeez. which is just wow. a, a unheard of in in films. So, what what happens is you actually watch this boy, but it's about boy, and you watch his boy grow from age. I think I think it's um, in in the film it's from age eight through to eighteen ish. Uh, and I think it's excellent. It's really interesting. But I think probably more for me from a technical aspect of thinking, how the fuck did you get all those actors together over a ten year period at the same time and and film that? And again, it's Ethan Hall in there and, and Patricia Arquette. So, Whitey, you've seen Boyhood. What, what's your thoughts on it? Oh, I think it's a it's a masterpiece of filmmaking, having taken a decade to film. I, I don't mind that. That's probably one of the few that I have watched that I didn't feel like turning off after about 15 minutes. Of yeah. He did School of Rock. As well. He did. He did. That's so his best a, film. That's a good did, film. Did you say that, Walt? Sorry. Yeah, he yeah. did Bernie. He did a scan of well. Darkly. 
Yeah, Scan of Darkly, Bernie, which is another film that uh, it is Bernie's divisive, good, but Bernie's, Bernie's, Bernie's very, really very good. good. Yeah. So Cute. yeah, anyway, um, like like Love actually definitely thought of as divisive. Uh, another one, Bernie. boys. I'll get through it. So did Mita. did Bernie as well. <laughs> uh, Alfonso mm. Cuaron, another Academy Award winner. In fact, this one won seven, including Best Director. But Gravity which is the 2013 sci-fi thriller, Sandra Bullock, George Clooney. Straight up, I was a, I, I, I thought this was technically adept, but I was a little underwhelmed by this one. And winning seven Academy Awards, I thought, was probably a little over the top. Again, boys' thoughts? Did you, did you see Gravity in the cinema? That's probably what made it not a big experience for me. No, I didn't. So I saw Gravity in the cinema, and that year I saw it was the first Planet of the Apes and Gravity. And they were the two best things I saw in the cinema that year. Gravity was immense in the cinema. The sound, it was quality. Re- yeah. I saw it in 3D. It was really, really good. We saw it in 3D. Really enjoyed oh, Gravity. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I saw it in 3D. 3D it was really, really good. There. It did. It was right around 3D. It was a, one of the best 3Ds after Avatar, probably the next best 3D. It was excellent in the cinema. Loved it. Nice. It doesn't right. have uh, the same sway. doesn't have the same sway on your home TV. It might be better for you on the 75 anyhow, Dan, but uh, yeah, definitely, definitely wouldn't up- have been very good on a 36er. I've upgraded the home cinema, so I might give it another go. But uh, moving along, this one for Gao and Damo to get involved. Uh, we, we've loved, obviously, this is this is a, a story dear to our hearts that has been completely fucked over the years. But this was probably one of the better ones. So Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, of all of the um, the the, mm-hmm. the since Disney's taken over Lucasfilm, uh, for me this is perhaps the only one that they've got right. I really enjoyed this film. Um, ben Mendelsohn, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, was awesome. Krennic in this one, and uh, I think that the um, uh, the oh, not Diego Luna. What's the name of the? Uh, I mean, Forrest Whitaker's in it as well. What's the name of the? Oh, the Felicity oh, Jones. That's it, Felicity Jones. I think he's awesome in this, and it was great to see a female lead because I, for one, think it's great when we do get to see uh, a female lead leading out a massive film like that. But Gal, what do you think of, of Rogue One? Uh, okay, not not yeah. I've gone a little bit off a lot of the Star Wars of recent years, so of I, I liked it. I'm not, I'm not, uh, not, I'm neither here nor there with it. I think, I think it was, I think it was good, but I'm not jumping up and down about it. Yeah, I, I, Jimmy Smith is in it. That's good. I think it. Um, the second time I watched it, I really loved it. Oh, like I watched it first and thought it was okay, but the second time I watched, it, I went, actually, this is really good and okay. by far the best of the post um, third or well, episode six, like by far the best. Star Wars. The, okay. This could be the third best Star Wars film made. Rogue wow. Oh, it has to be, has to be fourth. Wow. High praise. Why do you need uh, to do it could, a few 15 seconds on this? That's high praise. I'm actually, I'm actually doing a star rate, rate the Star Wars, all the Star Wars. That'll be coming soon on YouTube. But it's either goes 4-5 or 5-4. Then it either goes 3 or Rogue One. Possibly. And then I think that Return of the Jedi comes after those two. So I think the top five, the top five is four, five, five, four, Rogue One, three, then Return of the Jedi. I think that's the top five, my top five. That's not bad. That's hard to argue. Top five. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I think that on any given day I could flip Return of the Jedi with Revenge of the Sith. And that's only just from a, 
you know, because I love the original trilogy, but Revenge of the Sith is actually a really good Star yeah. Wars film. I like, really I like Revenge Star of the Wars Sith. Film. Yeah. Good I, movie. I wouldn't break the Holy Trilogy. No way. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. But I think, I think if you're thinking about the third Return of the Jedi, although it is a great movie, it is, that's the one where I think George Lucas started to think about the merchandise. Ewoks. Yeah. He started thinking about the merchandise, started thinking about the kids. And whereas Rogue One, it's a serious fucking film, man. Like it's, it's, and it's yeah. great. I really think it's excellent. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, no, I'm, I'm yep. definitely on that side for Rogue One. But Gout, completely understand your disdain with a lot of what's been spat out of the, uh, the Disney studio uh, with the Star Wars theme. Um, I'm just going to – I'll wrap it up quickly. So the, the others I had were Joker, the 2019 flick with Joaquin Phoenix. So yep, personally, yep, yep. I, I enjoyed like it. it. Um, uh, this is an interesting one for uh, for you, Whitey. I'll just very quickly, The Hateful Eight so it comes up a lot as maybe a misstep by Quentin Tarantino. I know your thoughts on it. I know my thoughts on it. Damo, I'd be interested to hear what you think about The Hateful Eight. I haven't seen it. <laughs> there you go. I fucked that one up. We should have done it. Have you seen it, it yet? Yeah, I've, I, I, yeah, I, I, we saw it at the movies together. Yeah, we saw it. I, yeah. I like it, I, but it, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it goes right down the Quentin Tarantino hole, doesn't it? Like, I love, the, I love the hateful eight. Yeah, I, yeah, I love it. It's so good. It's so clever. It's, so it's clever. very clever. Yeah. I just think it just yeah. There's I a didn't lot, like there's it. There's a lot of violence. I, I, I walk, a lot of stuff that he just throws into it. That, I walked out thing. of the, I walked out of the cinema going meh, mm. and then upon revisiting it a few times, it's it's almost yeah. it's one of his best. It okay. really is. I love it a lot. Well, there you go. This yeah. is why it's divisive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. Good, Good work, uh, I agree with you, Whitey. Uh, last one. This one, very close to my heart. Um, definitely Whitey. I think Gail would dig it as well. Don't know about you, Damo, but did Re- did Ridley Scott revive or ruin the Alien franchise with Prometheus? Prometheus. Prometheus. <laughs> Prometheus. <laughs> I-, I was so excited to see it. I think it was Okay. Only okay, but just yeah, I suppose disappointed because it it didn't have it wasn't as good as um, Aliens or Alien. Yeah, <coughs> my my answer lies in the fact that I haven't seen it. That's yeah. going to tell you all you need to know. Well, there's two of them, wasn't there? Was there two Prometheus or Prometheus? There's one? Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Oh, that, right. Yeah, okay, that's so yeah. my my issues with Prometheus stem from the fact that we were. Very, very similar to uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where I think we were sold a dud bill of goods with Prometheus. So we were sold the fact that this was going to be an alien. Jumped on the back of it. This was going to be an alien prequel. We were going to learn about Xenomorph, about how it was made. And it it was five generations before the Xenomorph. And we got to hear about the guys that the, um, the, the architects or whatever they're called. But man... Give me an alien movie. Like I enjoy yeah. it. I enjoy it because I think it's not a bad movie. If it was a standalone film and not saying it's an alien movie, yeah. But so it's just a cash grab, or, or really they oh, just no, jumped well, it on wasn't. the, no, the, no, they no, just jumped on the train Scott, and gone. Oh, no, he thought. No, it, I don't it, think so. I, I I think Ridley Scott had grand plans for this. So yeah. and and it sort of okay. no. flopped. I don't think it's it's not yeah, a bad it's, movie. It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not a bad movie, but it's just not. I expected more. I really did. I was let down. And yeah. it's quite similar to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where I actually went in there thinking it was one thing. And when I watched it in the cinema, I was like, oh, I'm actually not enjoying this. And then upon reflection, I'm watching it again. It's freaking amazing mm. because I know what the movie's about now. But I but, went in but, thinking it was a Charles Manson movie and it wasn't. But doesn't with Prometheus, doesn't it make you think that he's either got a contract or he's given a whole heap of money for this? You go, well, we'll make it because 
Yeah, we can. Yeah, for sure. As opposed to this is going to be something great that I really, really want to do. They could have very easily done an Alien prequel in that movie and had it run straight into Alien, mm-hmm. and it would have been way better instead of having to think, well, there's four movies until we get the Alien. And no. I think that was his plan. I think he wanted to continue to make them after Alien yeah. Covenant. But yeah, I agree. A misstep, a shame, an interesting movie, but definitely didn't do justice to the franchise. So yeah, I, I think divisive for sure. So look, that that's the seven that I was able to think up. You get a bonus one, but you guys don't get to comment on. And that's Avatar from 2009, which is a fucking piece <laughs> of shit. And uh, we'll just move on. So thank you. That's uh, Film Avatar, School Friff with Avatar. Avatar is not a piece of shit. <laughs> Avatar is a technical wonder. Sully. And the second one is out, and I can't wait to review it. The whole team's going to review it. The whole Scout. team's going to review it next week. Aren't they, Dan? <laughs> My review's already in. You just heard it. But uh, anyway. <laughs> That's right. a definite 15-seconder well for that well one. Well done, Dan. I'm loving, I'm loving the renewed vigor in your voice and in your uh, interest in the podcast. It's oh, crazy. I always like my segment. <laughs> Absolutely. So <laughs> now we're moving into Stan Bush kick-ass credit song, which is probably the best segment of the show. And this week, it's the G-Man with the mic. Very interested to hear what you got for us for Love Actually. Well, running off Morgz's tune a little bit from last week. Oh, we, Eat we the Rich. Changed it up. Right. We changed it up a little. His song is called So Many Stories. Oh. Now, we didn't get to this. And I thought we might have got to it earlier. There were nine different stories in this. Richard Curtis wanted 14. Oh, Originally, shit. there were 14, wow. and a few left out. Can you imagine that movie? Oh, really? It was two, what was it? Two hours and 20? 220. With nine. It'd be like of them. a bunch of skits. It'd be like, yeah. the, yeah. be like the, the, goodies. the two Ronnies. Yeah. The goodies. Some, yes. Hail and pace. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, so many stories. Give me a second because I'm trying to get the tune back in my head now. I'll give you a bit. This is the best bit. This is, I can see, yeah. This no, is... no, I'm trying to get the tune back in because I'm trying not to go. I'm trying not to do. Um, yeah. You got a song. <laughs> Gout, can I record it? No. It's not that funny. Yeah, but you performing it is amazing. Okay, here we, right, go. Here we go. Matt Gowan, whatever the name of the song is. So many stories. Here we go. Well, everyone wants some love in old London town. Nine totally different angles. There's plenty of stories getting around. The PMs is due to status. Further language he can't speak. Rick Grimes is just a creepy stalking video recorder freak. And Billy Max chasing singles just ends up getting nude. Emma Thompson wants a necklace, but just gets royally screwed. And Tim from the office is on the pool on a new shoot. And poor old Laura Lee, well, she just can't get a root. So many stories. Who do you screw to get a chalk picky down? So many stories. Make sure it's Natalie, not Divine Brown. So many stories. Colin hit the jackpot with three chicks. So many stories. Little Sammy tried using drumsticks. So many stories. Yeah, so many stories. Oh, oh well done. I think you covered them all. Yeah, that's Did you a, cover well them all? done. Uh, that's no, a new high to, point. For oh, there's me. no, there's no Portuguese. Yeah, no, the, oh, no, it was Firthy, but not yeah. not the Portuguese. Um, oh, yeah, I enjoyed that. It actually had a really good uh, melody. Well, I, I, I did mind rich. It. That was oh, rich okay. Yeah, that was quite good. Well done, Gal. That was excellent. And it kept in time too. Like I, I was my beat, and you, you were actually. He's a savant. Mate, I'm yeah. the songbird of our generation. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're like a cross of Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> okay. Uh, right now. Well done, Gal. So Excellent. many stories. Excellent, a hit. Gal. An Excellent. absolute hit. Uh, let's move into Star of the Show. And we're going to start with, with the our stories. <laughs> Guilty, Guilty as charged with the story. With so many stories. Okay. So we're going to start Star of the Show with our guest, Damo. Star of the Show, mate. Bill Nye. Yep. 
Straight out. Every scene, I laughed, really laughed. Yep. Um, Dan, what about you, Star no, Show? Billy Nye for me, brilliant. Yep. Gal. I think that the four quotes I have where his four quotes gives that away. Yep. We're all in the grants. Okay. There. I'm Bill Nye, the science guy. The science guy. Yep. <laughs> oh, that knucklehead. Yeah. Uh, so well done, Bill Nye. Uh, elevates what could be a run of the mill movie to something that is just slightly above. It, how old do you reckon he was when he filmed it? 70. I think he's 50 something. 52. Yeah. Because he looks oh, 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 so old. Exactly. That's no, what I thought. He looked like some old bloke. He's 52 because I saw something today that he's 72. He was in, he was in something today, just it's came incredible. up. incredible. Yeah. How old he is. 20 years ago. It's like he's had a tough life. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. It's art. It's art. It's life imitating art. He's just, he looks 100. Okay. Look, let's slide into the rank bank. We're going to give our ratings for this. And obviously, there's four of us rating tonight. And this one was a bit difficult so because there's not a lot of stuff we can do. So here's the, my four that I've come up with. Storky best friends, horny presidents, terrible Christmas songs, and awkward office romances. So anyone got anything else we can maybe throw in there? What about um, Ban Chong's? <laughs> <laughs> Off topic, but excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that- we, we might give Ban Chong's a miss this time, okay, uh, but uh, anything else? Dan, you got anything, anything uh, you think? Bullshit weddings was the only thing that strung to mind. Midweek wedding. Mm, midweek, Actually, yeah, uh, midweek weddings. Midweek weddings is pretty good. Gal? No, not really. It's a tough one, isn't it? US four ways. <laughs> <laughs> Actually... I'll tell you what. I'll take that. might do it. Yeah. yeah. We're going US four ways. Yeah. Well done, Gear. Wisconsin. The US four ways. Get the <laughs> Colin's a pig in his own country. Virgin living inside London. <laughs> well done. Okay. So we're going to start with Dan on the land for our, for our ratings. And what are you giving – how many US four ways are you giving Love Actually? <laughs> Look, it's, it's going to get confusing because I'm giving it three US four ways. Uh, this I revisit this every year without fail. I watch it with my wife on Christmas Eve. It's a flawed movie. I get really bored in some of the storylines as I did when I rewatched yep. it for this. But I'd, I'll watch it every year from, from until eternity, until something else comes along better that I can suck a bit of time up on Christmas Eve. So, yeah, three – US four ways for me. Okay, well played. And Gao, what about you? How many US four ways? 3.25 okay. US four ways. Uh, I like that. <laughs> 3.25. Hang on, I'm just adding it in. I'm now having problems putting numbers in the spreadsheet. Yeah, well, okay. I was going to go three, but then I just, you know. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to help you out. Thanks, Gao. <laughs> Wanker. Uh, brief goes mong. Okay, so <laughs> Damo, what about you? How many US four ways are you giving live actually? I am going to give this 3.25 as well. I think the movie provided a really fun and heartwarming denouement on many of its love stories. Well done. So the reason why I had to say that was because I got a phone call during the week from France, as I normally do. Yeah. Big fan of Born to Watch, ex-tennis star Guy Forget gave me a call. He said, I really love the way you say denouement. Try and bring it up somewhere in the show. So that's why I've done it. Thanks, Guy. Yeah. Guy to us. Oh, guy forget. More. Say no more. Guy forget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, guy forget. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I too am giving Love Actually 3.25 out 
uh, US four ways. And so I'm going to just hit sort on the spreadsheet so that Gao can, this is riveting podcasting. I'm, I'm going to say it's about a 3.06. Oh, 3.18. Okay. Thanks for giving it away. Oh. <laughs> okay. So Gao, where does love actually sit in the pantheon oh, of... It's round up. It's it's come in at three point one or three point one nine. We'll round up three point one nine US four ways. Now that puts it into twenty sixth spot, right below Tremors at three point two five Land Sharks, yep. and above the Golden Child at two point five Ajanti Daggers. So twenty six out of thirty. This is our thirtieth episode. Yeah, thirty first episode actually 31st? It is because we've done two. Oh, we did two. Uh, we did two right. Mavericks. Uh, okay, so yeah, look through. It's right down the bottom, isn't it? So this is why we don't do uh, female-centric movies, I guess. Well, mate, it's above The Lost Boys. It's it's above The Lost Boys. Yeah. It's, it's above, above Golden Child. It's above Bloodsport and Roadhouse. Yeah, okay. So I, I, I think that's quite, that sits quite well. Dan, you happy with that? No, I'd have Lost Boys and Roadhouse above this for sure. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have Roadhouse. I watched that again. I, I just... <laughs> so, yeah, so Morgs, just, that's interesting you say that because you gave... This three, but you gave Bloodsport and Roadhouse two. <laughs> so this is why we have the rank bank, so that, we can that hold was, each other accountable. That was, it was that that early on, though, when Morgs emotional, was very harsh. Emotional ranks. Yeah. Now, Morgs was very harsh early on. He, he was cutting a sway through some of those He movies. was, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I I really, I have, he was making a stand. I was, a, I was a bit salty. Now I think about – I have about – Seven, uh, seven categories that I do that I don't talk about on the uh, on the pod that gets me to my point. And one of them is enjoyable cinematic experience, which is hard to quantify, but that is more so than probably when I watched them originally. And can I stop talking yet? Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So, what are we watching, boys? Uh, we'll start with the guest. Watching anything? Watching I, anything this I week? watched um, uh, Rollerball, the original with James Caan. Yeah, I didn't realize. I, I thought it was a sports movie until I realized it's actually this dystopian world yeah. it's like in 1984 where the corporates rule the corporates tell you where to live who to marry what to do so they created that game to show that the individual the individual is but is useless you know you need to be part of the corporate and and that's why when jonathan e started to be this standout in the game that's when they they, they realized they needed to take him out so they changed all the rules and no penalties and no, and i was like i can't believe i thought this was a sports rollerball gladiator sort of movie but it, it wasn't it was yeah. this 1984-style movie, and I, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a really good movie. It's, it's, it's a bit long and a bit slow in bits. What, but what got you onto really, that, Dana? Why, why'd you, why'd I you... just happened to just scrolling through Plex, and um, and, and I will say, too, I also watched Two Moon Junction. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Two Moon Junction. Yeah. Did we talk yeah, about that? Been... I think we talked about, yeah, that. Yeah, recently. with Richard Tyson. With Richard, Richard Tyson. Yeah, yeah, Richard Tyson. Yeah. Oh, mate, yeah. Mate, he gets his wang out quite a bit. Sexy film. And not only that, I do remember seeing it on the TV and there was, like, they had drawn a wicker chair. Yes, I remember on that. On the screen to over Cheryl and when Fenn when she was nude. Right, at Two Moon Junction yeah, at the end. Yeah, mate, she, she was a oh, 50 out of 10. Yeah, great sort. Look, and I, I could never, I remember back in the day when I watched it first, I thought, how can a, a girl this good looking, like, be you know, getting all the gear off and everything. It was like, whoa. That's how. Holy crap. Yeah. She went on to Twin Peaks after that. Yeah, that's right. She did. Well, uh, was she Laura Palmer? No. No, she was uh she was the what's her name? Uh Horn Sharp. The the hotel owner. The 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 daughter. And and and, and in on Twin Peaks, Angelo Badalamenti, the composer for Twin Peaks, died this week. Oh. There you go. R. O. P. Angelo. Yeah, Angelo. Quality, quality soundtrack for Twin Peaks. 
Yeah. Uh, I've been watching, we talked about this in the last episode, watching Mystery Road, finished the first series. Awesome. Start of the second series. I only got halfway through episode one so far. I think it sort of jumped the shark a little bit. I don't know if his character became a little bit too grumpy, but mate, I'll keep going with it. I'll keep going yeah, with keep it. Going, keep going, yeah. It's good. Okay. It just seemed it just seemed a little bit like more full on than the first one, straight off the bat. So, yep. What about you, Dan? I uh, revisited Hell or High Water, Taylor Sheridan bit Great from movie. about two thousand odd. Yeah, excellent. I enjoyed it. I hadn't yep. seen it for a while. Watched it again. Fantastic. Check it out. If we that's uh that's Chris uh, Chris, Chris Pine, Pine and Ben, ben Foster. Uh, ben Foster's a great actor. Isn't very he? good. Yeah, very good. Very very good. Okay, I finished Welcome to Wrexham. This okay, week. taking oh, a little bit of time it. to get there. Yeah, right. I hadn't finished it. I had two. I hadn't realised that I had two episodes to go. So finish that. That's great. Really uh, enjoyable. Really though. worth watching. Good. Yeah, really good. Real, he he's got to be one of the just greatest fellas on planet Earth. That Ryan Reynolds. He's definitely pretty likable. Like, Hope he's got a small wizard. Yeah, yeah he is. There's something he? wrong with him. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think he, I think he doesn't. I think Blake, funny Blake would, funny bloke. Yeah, it just seems like he'd be a legend fella to yeah. hang around with. That final episode where he's got Will Ferrell in the box. He's got. Um, David Beckham in the box. He's got all these stars in the I box. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really oh, good. when he, when he, uh, um, when no, the, the other bloke, um, Rob McEnany, when they score yeah. and he hugs Reynolds, not his missus. That's right. That's, that's right. Yeah, it's really good. Anyway, you had really to be good. there. Fuck off. We're not giving anything away, guys. Yeah. Worried that we're getting to, into some bad land there. Okay. Well, look, that about wraps it up for our Christmas special from the team here at Born to Watch. We wish you all a very Merry Christmas for 2022, and we will be back. Bigger than better, bigger and better, and we won't, we're not having any time off, so we're just cruising through because we're here. We're here for you. We live to give. We'd love to thank Damo for his uh, guest appearance on our Christmas party of sorts. Again, brought the heat. Very good. No probs, and um, looking forward to having a shower after the podcast. Can't wait for the liquid soap. Yeah. Great work, Nudge. Or who are you now? No. Troy McClure. Troy McClure. Troy McClure. Great work, Troy McClure. Troy McClure. Yeah. Troy McClure. Now, yeah. our movie for next week, still going on the left field Christmas movies, which this one will come out after Christmas, but we might as well keep going. And we're visiting an actor we've already done before on the podcast. Oh, Mel. <laughs> what the heck is was that? Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Can't wait for that one. It's going to be a good straight one. Straight after Christmas. Yeah, straight after Christmas. We're going to run with Lethal that Weapon. That rounding out our Christmas special. That will be it. That'll be our triumvirate of left field Christmas films. Lethal Weapon. Uh, Mel. Gary Busey. Yeah. One of the great one of the great villains. Can't wait to, to uh, get all over Lethal Weapon. Uh, Amanda Huntsucker. And away oh, we go. She died right at the beginning? She does. Frickly chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad that's what Dan's remembered. Uh, so anyway, we will see you. Have a lovely Christmas. Uh, thanks for dealing with us for the last six months. And uh, anyway, for me, it's uh, catch you later. See you, everybody. Have a great Christmas. We'll catch you after. I invoke Licking Notcha if I see any of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. And thanks, and uh, I'm going to go enjoy that shower. Yeah. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review and share with your friends.